0: What's going on, Brookie Nation? It is episode 47 of the Storybook Circus. How's everybody doing? I'm the Mackie Mouse.
1: I'm Ayla Sikorski. We are so pumped to be back!
0: Yes! Episode 47 marks a very important time for both Storybook Circus and uh, Once Upon a Time. Uh, in case you're here for the very first time, we are a Once Upon a Time podcast. We're watching every episode one at a time. And at the moment, we are at Season 3, Episode 1. We just ended our Season 2 season finale last week. And uh, as of the moment of this release... Another moment of celebration. Today is our one-year anniversary Yay! for Storybrooke Circus! Yay! This is, this is, how do you feel after? Happy birthday. Happy birthday us, right? How does it feel? Happy to have birthday, Storybrooke
1: Circus. Wow. It feels good. One year.
0: It's, we did our, our year in review at the end of the year, which it wasn't like a full year, but it did feel like a... Like a like a big milestone, right? Because yeah. we were just seeing a lot of the metrics and the numbers and how many countries and like all these things. And now after a year, obviously we're not doing that again because we don't have anything to show us how you know the, the numbers right now. Spotify but,
1: doesn't care that it's our one year, right? <laughs> but.
0: <laughs> but like like this is crazy to me. I'm just we. I just pulled up the original outline that I sent Isla a little Word document when I was like, hey, what do you think about starting a Once Upon a Time podcast? And I pulled it up. And I was so pumped because 95% of the stuff in there is exactly what today's show still is. Our very first idea. We made some tweaks and changes and and we trimmed the fat a little bit, but like the bones of what it is, I was like, hey, what do you think? We'll just throw this out there. And it's exactly what we made. And we're so freaking proud of this show. I don't know. It just feels so good. It's
1: so good. It's
0: just a, it's just a proud. Really good feeling. I mean, it's, a, I mean, that's what kind of birthdays are, you know, like especially like if you have a kid or something like that, right? Like it's just yep. this moment of pride. You get to step back and be like, wow, we had like, a, it's a cycle of something, but still, like, it's, it's a
1: milestone. Yeah, we love a, those around here. You get to stop. We do,
0: <laughs> we do. love our milestones. We get to stop and smell the roses every once in a while. But um, uh, how are how are you, brookies? Hi Bart. Hey Bart. We're taping video on. Like
1: one year. <laughs> He's of doing Storybook gang science right
0: there. <laughs> yeah, we got a bar thumbs up. <laughs> you look like the guy from home in person. He does, with no head. <laughs> so if you would like the visual guide uh, watch-along while we watch the show, we are streaming this video, uh, on, streaming, we're, we have a pre-recorded video. We're uh, streaming! Also, yeah, uh, we're live! On Spotify. So if you watch the show on Spotify, you can uh, see our, our shining faces. Here we are. Uh, and then you will uh, get to see that little cameo from... <laughs> from Bart and all of our crazy visual gags. That's a Muppet 3D joke for you uh, Walt Disney World people. (laughs) Crazy 3D tricks and effects. Uh, How are you? How's it going? How's your week been? How are you celebrating our one year anniversary?
1: Uh, I showed up. You (laughs) You know, we recorded at the time that we said we were going to. Sort of. The day we were going
0: to... <laughs> we did do that.
1: <laughs> Impressive, you know? Uh, that's truly far and few between here at SPC, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, that is uh, that is accurate. Uh, our friend Bob Ross is also celebrating as well.
1: Oh my gosh, Bob, hey. Bobby so Bob. So glad you're here. How you doing?
0: He looks great. His hair, like, so yeah. perfectly tamed. I'm just making visual gags for people to come over to Spotify and watch the video. He's got his paintbrush in his hand. Where is it? Here it is. His paintbrush is there. He's got his little mustache. Loves it. He's very happy. Um. How are you i am I am good i I was not great for a little while and you know what I okay. talked I talked to some people today I, I anybody who was following my Instagram a couple of days ago I had like a little like me with a pint of ice cream in a robe moment I'm just like I had a serotonin dip it was a momentary dip. Got a lot of support from a lot of great people. You know who you are out there on Instagram. Came came and showed up. Uh, I, but but it was just, a, you know, one of those, the weight, I think, of everything. COVID and yeah. the quarantine and like all these things have just started to... I, I've talked to some friends who um, are doctors and they're saying that they're noticing this in a lot of their patients too. Uh, I have a friend who is a, a GI doctor, but pediatrician for kids. And she was saying even in children because of all the virtual school and going to school and come out of school and your classroom gets shut down and all the inconsistencies from it they're like it's actually like showing up as as like GI issues and anxiety and stress is also well, yeah. causing it's just like so many things and across the board and it's not. I found out it was not just me, and it was not just my friends. It was not even just my age group. It's like literally everyone, which is a little scary to think about. But right. after talking to a lot of people today, you know, I I feel a lot better. I'm. I but I'm like just really. I, this is so stupid, but I'm really excited about this episode <laughs> and our like yeah. anniversary because it means so much, and this show and everything it represents means so much to us. And you know, at the moment, I I feel really good in February. Is uh, lining up to be kind of nice, busy, but good things to look forward to. And March is even better. So, like, we got, you know, there's, like, like, I think I said this last week, too, about, like, looking forward to the things you have to look forward to. And I, as I do sometimes, just to check my work, not because I'm a narcissist. I was listening to the beginning of our our podcast in last week. And I would like to continue that mantra. Remember to uh, look forward to stuff. Because... That just gets your mind right, you know? Like I was looking forward to this episode.
1: Is that I always look forward to recording this podcast. Oh my god, me too! So while I'm so excited and I truly do celebrate anything and everything under the sun, um, I feel the same recording every single episode. Like, I'm like, oh, this is, like, a highlight to my week. It doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like work. It just feels like I'm showing up and doing something that I... Like, a literal hobby, which is frowned upon when you become an adult. And I really hate it. Because because you're not making money. Yes. Yes. Everything has to be either, like, boring because you're a grown-up or it has to be related to making money. And I, I just am not on... I'm not on fucking board with it. And I've realized this a lot because I like things that a lot of people would think are, you know, for children. Like, I am... We're currently doing a whole entire podcast about a show about fairy tales. Not necessarily very quote-unquote adult, right? Sure. I go to Disney World for fun. For babies, as... (laughs) As the bros would say.
0: Right. Right.
1: Like, I love pastel things. I love coloring. I just love, like, laughing and crying. And being a kid... Like, I like being like a kid, but not. I'm very i'm um, also very boring but like those things are like oh my gosh you don't like to go out to like the bars and get drunk and like you don't want to go to the club right. and let's normalize just like being happy
0: yes oh my god that was samuel seabury
2: yeah, on thank the soapbox
0: i know i love it on okay so i did a gig recently uh Obviously, many of you know I am a photographer. Uh, There's also another side, it is a side business for me, but it started as a hobby, right? Well, I do concert photography every once in a while, and I do some other, you know, I do audio and I do a few like little tech things. Well, I did a gig recently at a bar, a new bar that was opening downtown Orlando, and uh, my friends were the band, a band that I play in, and they needed an audio guy, so I went out to go help them mix. And I'm watching these people. Stumbling around on a Saturday night on Orange Avenue, like these—it was freezing cold. These bros in polo shirt, short shorts, and like boat the shoes. The G T L
1: is strong, right? And like
0: with <laughs> just all top heavy, right? Just walking down the streets like bulldogs, and I'm watching these girls stumble into this bar, like just completely, just completely plastered. And I'm like, is this is this is the hangout? This is the thing you do when you're not at work. And I just yeah. am, I am. I don't want to say I'm too old for it. I just am past that part of my life now. If I could even argue that was ever a part of my life, it really wasn't. I was going to
1: say I didn't have that
0: part. I didn't of either my really, life. but now I definitely I was looking cuz I I some of my friends who I knew walked into the bar being like, oh, I want to check the new place out. Cool. And I'm like, you're just not doing anything tonight and you're just walking around downtown by yourself. He's like, oh, I'm making the rounds. And I was like, I mean, first of all, no disrespect. Good for you. Like, you're doing your thing, right? But I'm thinking like, I can't imagine leaving my house and just being like, I'm just going to make the rounds in the club downtown. That's a three month
1: plan for me. For
0: real. I got to like, play, and I'm also not cool enough for that. This dude, let me tell you. No, I would never be
1: invited for that. He looked
0: great <laughs> to the nines, he got a leather jacket. on. He looks so good, right? And he's just like, I mean, th- you got to have that air if you're gonna do something like that. And I'm just like, I yes. can't pull that off. So I'm, I'm in a way, I'm a little bit jealous. But then I was thinking about what I spend my time on, and it's this. Like I'm home, like doing a podcast with my best friend from Massachusetts, being like, let's right. talk about Once Upon a Time. Let's go to the parks. Let's, you know, like if
1: I so happen to have free time, my first thought would not be. Well, I could definitely hit up that club that just, like, opened up. Like, you know what I mean? That wouldn't be... I would be like, oh, my God, I wonder if there's anything new on Netflix. Yeah. You know what I was also impressed with? I would love, like, eight episodes of something right now.
0: (laughs) Just a a quick binge, like a micro binge. Yeah. Uh, The funniest part about it was that it wasn't his only thing that he was doing. He was saying... Like, that was his first stop of, of many. I was like, "What? I can't even I can't even plan to get out of my house for one thing." And this dude I've is "I've never just
1: like, stacked night plans."
0: No. If I double <laughs> like, never book myself, my life. if I book two things back to back, I have panic attacks, okay? Like I can't logistically pull that off.
1: One gets canceled.
0: It's <laughs> I got to tell you. And again, I'm not even making fun of this. I can't even bring myself to make fun of this person because I, I was impressed. Like at, 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 that lifestyle, which I just never could get into and understand because I didn't know how to do it and I still don't want to do it. But just yeah. being around it, I, cause at the first part of the night I was like, oh, Maybe we should maybe we should go out more. Maybe we should just stroll into our, into downtown, park the car, and just walk into whatever club we, we we think is fun, and go have one drink. And if it's if it's whack we just leave and go to another one. That's what that's what people do. That's what like normal twenties <laughs> and thirties do. And I was and, and like before the night was over, I was like, I just want to be in a, in pajamas. <laughs> like I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's just and not... that's,
1: yeah, it's not throwing shade, but I just feel like it's really pushed on social media, especially like it really is that. Is the life? Bad, yeah, that's the dream. You work, you work, and you go out. And I have fun. You know what I mean? Like I'm not over here saying like I live my life and I read the Bible and pray with my rosary beads at 7- seven <laughs> o 0- seven. That's not disrespect on any religion whatsoever. Like don't
2: don't even try that
1: front with me. But like you know right, what I mean? Like right, my right. I'm not a nun. <laughs> right. I'm also, a child.
0: No, no disrespect like, to nuns who are listening to our show too. Thank you for if listening.
1: What? I would love to pick your brain about <laughs> also, a If you are,
0: can you please call um, in? If you are a nun and you listen to Storybrooke Circus, sister, please, please, sister, call us.
1: <laughs> if you're listening, I don't think they can. Um,
0: we are the worst.
1: <laughs> I just like would like to normalize, like, and that's what I think I like so much about the Brookies. Getting back to my original point, yes, every single Brookie that we have over here in our corner. Are unapologetic about their love for Once Upon a Time. And I love that so much. You know what I mean? Nobody's ever like, I know it's lame,
0: but I think this. Nobody ever downplays why they like it. I
1: love it. But I have noticed a trend where a lot of people will tell us, you know, I've really never felt like I had anybody to really nerd out with this about. Mm, Yeah. And it's like, but you can hear. It's cool. To just be happy with your authentic thoughts yes. at the Storybrooke Circus. Yes. Oh, God. There's no show being put on. That's if true. If there was, I went off script a long fucking time ago. Accurate. Uh, so no script. We're, we're just here. We're here and we we're actually, vibing uh, and we're a year in and we're not burnt out.
0: That's true. And did you know
1: podcasts burn out?
0: uh, Mackie
1: told me the statistic once. I
0: did. It was, I I, 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 I don't remember because it was a long time ago, but I think it was, it was either 10 or 20 episodes. The average podcast never makes it past 20 because they get... They run out of things. There's like subjects to talk about or they the structure is not solid enough so that they run out of the routine. It becomes and like, don't get us wrong. The show is hard to put on. It's hard to produce. It's hard to find time to sit down for hours and talk. You know, we we have lives. I was got a whole family like I've got we both have work like we just got a lot of things going on. So it is work to do this hobby it's not just it's not easy but once we get into doing it we love it so much and it gives us so much joy and in fact sometimes even turns around our attitudes where we've had a bad week or a bad day and we go to do the show and no matter how hard it is or how late we stay up or how long it takes me to edit not only do we love making it but the result of it from the people in the discord and the people who hit us up on instagram like all these people minus the haters not you um you know who like really genuinely you know appreciate what we do and tell us how it affects their lives and and how they finally feel like they have a place to to open up about it and have an open floor like it's just all that stuff it's just it's worth it it's worth the work you put which like to your point that's a hobby you want to continue to do it's a it's it's where you put in work that feels fulfilling it doesn't feel like a job it feels yeah like it's worth doing and and brookies y'all are worth it we love you Thank you for being a friend. Uh, Speaking of which, our lovely friends, we have uh, a particularly important announcement to make. Uh, And I will start. I am super thrilled and proud to start this sentence with due to popular demand. We uh, are
1: not ready to get down on one knee yet. (laughs) (laughs) But we did Uh, head over to the local pandora and we did pick up a knot ring we did and we we would like to place it on your finger a
0: clotter ring if you will isn't that the high school thing you do (laughs) oh
1: my god
0: (laughs) at least in the north it was
1: we're giving you our class ring to put around your
0: neck all right here you go ready for the drum roll isla if you would do us the honors I'll do it during the drum roll but it's fine <laughs> it's okay <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> merch. hey sbc merch is coming this is the official announcement that sbc merch is now a real thing uh it is it is not fully released yet but we have now started the process uh And like I said, due to popular demand, it was really thanks to you all who were listening. Um, People had reached out to us and a lot of people were talking in the Discord. It started as kind of like a joke, not joke. And we were like, I don't know. And, you know, came out in the comments of Instagram posts. So, like, uh, after hearing people were expressing interest, because we've talked in the very beginning of the show about, like, no one's gonna listen to this, right? are <laughs> like, this is gonna yeah. be like us and our four friends, right? So we didn't get too crazy about. It. And then we were like, oh my god, a lot of people are listening. They want bonus content. We're like, okay, you know what? Let's put a Patreon out there. So if anybody wants to support the show financially, they can. And as a you know, to give back to their sponsorship, we will put some bonus content and some random stuff on there. Fast forward past the Patreon. We put a few episodes out. People are You guys us showed a great, up for that, too. You guys showed up. You, so you're you talking listened, about it. Then uh, you showed up on
1: the Patreon. Then you showed up on the Discord. And then you
0: showed up on the Discord talking about merch. And we were like, I mean, we did it last time. And they, they showed out. So... Uh, to give back once again, we are doing. We're gonna start out with some shirts and see how it goes. There may be some potential for some other nice, fun goodies in the future, uh, depending on how this first round goes. But um, we are we are close. We wanted to wait to make make the announcement so that you guys had something to bite on. But uh, we will be releasing that information either in the next couple episodes or you can look out for it on our Instagram. Uh, so, that is, a uh, actually really, also really exciting, and I'm so happy that we're announcing that on our one year, like, like, how proud do we get to be that, a-, a year after doing something we thought no one would listen to, not only do we have, what, I think the average, I think it's like, it's a couple hundred people who are, who are like, always download on the first day, you know what I mean? Yes. And then we, you know, we have people already sponsoring us on the Patreon, we have a bunch of conversations happening on, uh, in Discord, and now people kind of, like, jokingly bullied us into making merchandise for, for a podcast we thought no one was going to hear a year in. This is, like, blowing my mind right now. I'm unstable, guys. <laughs> it's okay. I need therapy. That's all right.
1: I'm sorry. I think I just hallucinated. What?
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> so, uh, we can do nothing but thank you guys for all of the support you're giving yeah. us because we would not be able to do these things we would not think we were worthy uh, of being able to do these we things we just straight up
1: wouldn't me. do these things no
0: why, like, why would we put merch out for no one because because you guys right. want it that we're doing it so uh, I, I did talk to Isla briefly when we were talking about this that we do I will I will tease this part before we solidify it just like the storybook daily mirror we want you guys to get involved so now is a good time to start thinking of design ideas if you so choose that you would like to help us contribute to the merchandise. If you've got an idea for a cool, cool thing that would be cool for the Brookies, let us know. You can text us. You can call us. You know the drill. Do the same thing. Reach out. And... Uh, we can make it one more of our community things. And this is because this is for all of us, right? So we should all be involved in making it happen. So we don't know any of the details on it yet, but we wanted you guys to know that that was coming. So, woohoo! Uh, so, I guess we can get into the show now, which is even more exciting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen so
1: while you guys are reaching out to us'd
0: <laughs> <we laughs> <would laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> to
1: now reach out to you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Storybook Daily Mirror <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Oh Storybook Daily Mirror boys you guys' voice is sounding a little raspy would you like us to take over?
0: <laughs> uh, it's season three. It's also our one year, in case you missed. If, if you missed it, guys, it's our one year anniversary, <laughs> in case you didn't, couldn't tell from all the all of blue in the, in the intro. Um,
1: Hell of an episode if this is your
0: first one. Oh, yeah. This is a, this is a wild ride. So we are going to be doing something very special for this episode. Uh, as Isla mentioned, we uh, have heard from you guys two full seasons worth of hearing your text messages, your phone calls, your emails. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the Storybook Daily Mirror is a fictional newspaper in the world of Once Upon a Time. In our world, it is our fictional newspaper that we have you guys contribute to. So we have a phone number, 207-536-8512. You can call that number. You can also text that number. The SBC Pod at Gmail, you can email us. You can hit us up on Apple Podcasts. Please uh, be sure to go there and give us a five-star rating and then leave a note and we will read that on the air. These are all ways that people have been contributing to the Storybook Daily Mirror, including the Discord. The link is in the description. Join the Discord. That's where the party's at. So, in order to give oh back... Oh
1: incredible job. Oh yeah, thank you. I'll,
0: I'll give myself claps on your behalf. Nailed it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, in order to give back for all, of, all that you have done, we will be playing a little game now. Uh, if you guys like radio shows where they, they call people... That's what we're gonna do right now. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna cold, jam
1: scam someone.
0: cold call a couple of our brookies, uh, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. We have no plan after that. All we talked about was that we were going to call people,
1: and I will let you know. I just came up with something on the fly, so let's go. I, yeah, this is
0: exciting. So, question: do, Who do you who do you want to drive when we call? Do you do you want to answer? Do you want me to answer?
1: I'll answer. You'll answer.
0: Okay, and then. We'll figure out what the subject matter is. Okay. okay. So I don't want to give it away, but I want to, I have to tell you which, who we're calling. <laughs> Should I tell you who we're calling? Should I tell the people who are oh calling? Oh my
1: gosh. Just, just, um, Disney Channel it with your finger.
0: Uh, how? Okay. I need it, a first initial. How about the Disney Channel sign? The letter closest to the Disney Channel sign, you know what I'm saying?
1: Okay. Okay. Got it.
0: Guys, we're really weird. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see if this works. I don't even know if it's going to work, but let's see. Oh
2: Gosh, it's ringing. That's
0: a phone. That's a phone ringing.
3: Hello?
1: Hello? This is the Storybrooke City Morgue. Am I speaking with Miranda?
3: (laughs) This is Miranda. You were speaking out of my phone, but I had my headphones on, and now I can hear you. (laughs)
1: oh my gosh hello like i said i'm from the city morgue um (laughs) i need to inform you that we found a body
3: and we need you to come
1: identify it uh we do believe it is neil and we know that you are closest to him because you were in cahoots
3: (laughs) (laughs) i need to be clear i am not in cahoots with Greg and Tamara. I will go in cahoots with anyone but the two of them. Oh, my
0: them. goodness gracious. Oh, thank
1: God. She passed the test.
0: Everyone, Yay. Rookie,
1: it is Miranda.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's Miranda. You are on the air, although it is not live. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> I think... For the record, we should do a live show at some point because I think it would be amazing. I think we should, should just stream yeah. out a show. Miranda, how are you? It's so good to speak to you live and in person. Sort uh, of live like. and in person. I feel like we talk all the time, but
3: we don't because I just <laughs> listen to you two talk to each other and I talk to you, but for some reason the recordings don't talk back. So <laughs> Except for today.
0: Except for today when we actually do talk back. Here we are. Uh, this
3: is so exciting. You are a
0: part of our pilot program to cold call people. You are the very first person we have ever cold called on the show. Uh, <laughs> we came up with this idea minutes before we started recording, and so far, I think it's going great.
3: <laughs> I think I, this is an excellent idea. I mean, it even said that I was getting a call from Maine, which was really exciting.
0: Oh, my God. Did, it, did it call it spam? Or did it give me No, the,
3: it, it, it sh- just said the 207 number from Portland, Maine. From Portland, I, like,
0: I love that.
3: <gasps> Oh my
0: God! I'm so glad. The city morgue really did call it you. Did. <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> this is the morgue from Portland, Maine. <laughs> just the
3: Great. morgue.
0: Oh, uh, that'd be good. We should become a prank show. We should just stop reviewing Once Upon a Time and just become a, a phone call prank it's like crank Acres. But <laughs> once but upon a time, pretend to yeah.
3: be places from different TV shows. From different
0: TV shows. That's actually a really good idea for a TV show. <laughs>
1: That would actually be a funny podcast.
0: Or a great podcast.
1: Um Miranda, you have to tell us if you were in the enchanted forest and cursed into Storybrook, what job would you want in the town?
0: Oh my I god, that's a great
1: one.
3: Oh my god. I think I honestly think I would want to work since I'm cursed, I wanna work in like like to be Ruby, like a waitress or something where I can see everyone and like be oh gosh, all involved all in goss. the gossip
0: yeah the tea yes oh I my god it. I love that That's a you're good answer
1: pouring the tea okay incredible choice I love that are you dressing like Ruby
3: uh no because we're in Maine and I don't tolerate the cold like that so I would essentially be like head to toe in like a down snow suit how
0: did, we never, how, how did we never address the fact that they're in Portland, <laughs> Maine, and she's in, like, barely any clothes?
1: Yeah, absolutely not. She's not wearing bean boots, and that feels like it's a crime it Feels itself. Like, yeah,
0: it feels like a criminal offense. Agreed.
3: I, I agree. That
0: was a great but, answer. That was a great answer. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, of fantastic questions and stuff, how did you come up with this amazing MLM? You are the MLM uh, Storybook Circus contributor uh source and it is
3: i don't know you guys said like one thing i don't even know if you said anything about like boss babes or mlms but you said like one word i feel I like, we like we oh did my it God. At some point. i must know i must know everything i need to know what they're selling in Storybrook, and i need to know who's selling it
0: uh well, you if so. you must know uh and you should know that is our most popular contributed to segment I think of the, for the life of the show. <laughs> like, everyone contributed to that. People were like, I could, I could feel people's excitement wanting to contribute to that. So, we I thank you. I love
1: leaving this legacy. This is it's a good legacy. There's nothing I to love enjoy. more than shit-talking MLMs.
0: Yes. This, this <laughs> it's a pastime. <laughs> <laughs> and so perfectly themed to our show. Uh, well, if you come up with any other new ones, uh, please let us know. Because uh i think that one went so well you now you just have to top it i think i feel like that's the next step this
3: is a lot of pressure it is a lot of pressure and i i have faith in
0: you (laughs) i think
3: (laughs) oh my god thinking of nothing else from here on out
0: (laughs) well thank you for uh for answering this call from a stranger from maine Yeah, it's we very uh exciting. we thank you for also for being uh the very first uh, part of this pilot program and i hope that we continue to do these and you will now be responsible for our test so there don't
3: block us yeah please i mean i i think it worked wonderfully it went super well so you should just keep doing it just call everyone
0: yeah i think we're gonna do that we're just gonna run through the list anyone who texted us is gonna do that should be our (laughs) that should be our our bonus content for patreon is call every single person who's ever texted us
1: i'm gonna start prank calling everyone
0: (laughs) (laughs) we promised them that we would be responsible with their phone numbers we lied Uh, thank you so much it
3: spamming them you're that's
0: calling true them.
3: it's fine it's true
0: and it'll be you know contributions for the show it'll be great uh well thank you miranda we appreciate your time we will definitely see you uh see you around the storybook daily mirror i'm sure if you call in again so yeah, uh, yeah. we'll see you soon yeah this was fun talk to you guys
3: soon all, all right take care bye. Bye.
0: Okay, bye ladies and gentlemen that was our first wow. so need... okay that was Super fun. You need you need a name for this segment now. Cause I feel like it can't just be right. It can't be like the storybook daily mirror um, plus calls.
1: No, I have a name for it. Let me workshop it a little bit. I'm getting very niche on this name. It's gonna be um along the lines of chat roulette and omega. Oh my god. Because that's what this feels <laughs> <a> like. Cr- <laughs> so, let give me a couple days to simmer that thought and I'm going to come up with something good.
0: Okay, I love it. Well, uh we we didn't want to make it just one, so we're we're going to do two. We're going to do we're going to do a second one, okay? Uh are you are you ready for Yes. I I haven't decided if we're going to let everyone in on who we're calling first or do... Okay. So for, I don't think we should. For this episode, we're just going to we have the code between each other and we'll and we'll reveal it soon, but cuz okay. it won't it won't matter once we get through. It's fine. Okay. Um all right. So, here's our here's our second cold call and uh I like the idea of giving them like a like a assignment. We can either do the same one or we can come up with another one, but I think that's I think that's a good way to like why we're I'll calling. I'll
1: do the same one for like who we the like, same people. Like and the then same. I'll change the question. Like the same day for episodes. So we'll yes, just do the yes. same. Okay, it's one the crowd. question of the day. Okay, a question of the day.
0: Okay, got it. All right, here we go.
2: What up, fan?, Oh my god! Hi, oh
4: my god. hi. This is the
1: Storybrook Family Pizza. Um, I'm just calling because we had an
4: order from this number. Yes, I had it saved in my phone as the SVC, so I knew. I knew my pizza okay. was coming. You know. Okay. Okay.
2: You know, right. um, I just, I I'm just
1: a little confused um, because some of the toppings on this, I, I'm a little bit sure we're out of. Um, I saw that magic beans were listed. Short on those, the Evil Queen just jacked our whole stock. Um, just wanted to Old. know if it was okay that those were left off the pizza.
4: What is happening?
1: No. I just I need this to get places. Okay. Everyone, okay, so um we're just going to cancel the order um and we're not going to okay. refund you because that would be a waste of my time. So h- thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Why
0: you committed so hard to this bit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Caroline from its Caroline, y'all. <laughs> Oh man, you commit. I love it so much. How are you, Caroline?
4: You know, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, my team got a win tonight. So, Who, you know, who's good. your team?
0: I feel bad for asking because I wasn't paying attention. That's
4: okay. It is the UNC uh, Target.
0: Okay, yeah. Basketball. Yeah,
2: Ooh, yeah. I think basketball. Oh my gosh,
0: touchdown. Yes. Yes, Go, Go for me. I said basketball. I was right. I know nothing about sports. you
2: great.
4: I know nothing about anything past basketball.
0: After basketball, I tap out. I don't know anything. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for for answering our main. Number. I love that you have our our number saved in your phone. And you know what? I just realized she's probably not the first person to do that. So, like, because we say the number on the on the show all the time, and if people yeah, want to call true. in, they probably save it as the thing, which is good because then it won't show up as spam risk like it did for my phone. So, yeah.
4: I just, I will tell Siri, I'll be like, Siri, call the SBC. I need to
0: tell them something. Oh, my God. I oh hope everybody's God. phone goes <laughs> off right now. I, I hope really every- love <laughs> that. I hope everybody's phone right now tries to call the show all at the same time, <laughs> just from listening to this in their cars. Oh, yes. man. So,
1: Caroline, you are a part of our pilot yeah. program. Um, yes. We're just cold calling people now. Uh, that's, you know, season oh. three. We're here. Today's our our one-year anniversary when this episode releases, so... Congrats. Thanks for being here. We do have a question I, for you. So okay. If you were from the Enchanted Forest and you were cursed to Storybrook, what job would you want to have? Who would you be in town?
4: I don't like this question. Um, <laughs> I feel like I would be so white just because I really like children. And I do actually have a degree to teach the children um so i i feel like i'd be Snow white because i feel like i'd be like chilling out with the kids like singing songs i'd probably okay, be throwing you another you know. one
0: so you want to you're be a teacher.
1: not a yeah, character it's who you would want to be
0: like occupation oh, like oh, what like your occupation who, is yeah
4: like me personally yes as a character.
0: can I, I still say teacher i mean i like, like the teacher. See oh the you can still say young, teacher
1: yeah absolutely that's and awesome you no i like caroline that.
0: yeah i like that
4: that's great. I okay. love that. Because okay. I mean, the kids in Storybrooke. I mean, they seem pretty cool. They seem pretty chill. They don't hang around very often, so my job might be really easy. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. You, know, I mean, you know, we see him, like we see Henry. Like he's there sometimes, and then the the Hansel and Gretel kids. They need help.
1: You should probably go help them because Mary yeah. Margaret is really not paying too much attention. You only see them.
0: Probably no. You only see them when there's like a like a alleyway fight between Snow and and Regina, so that they can be around yeah. it when they have to <laughs> vocally smack each other. Or down. when,
4: or when Catherine like walked in and like slapped her, slapped Snow across the face. Oh my God, that's, that's right! When you really saw rush oh
0: that's true. It was a hallway full of kids. Where all those kids go? Yeah. That's a great great point.
4: I don't know. I don't know where they went. That is a great question. Oh, yeah, I should probably go, somebody should go check on the kids in the
1: school and make <laughs> oh, sure yes, oh, Yeah, alright, we're shipping you up to Maine. It's a little chilly.
0: Okay. Oh, it's a little
4: chilly, boy. I don't want it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're with me and what it, it sounds like the rest of us also because all of us are, are like over the cold. <laughs> like everybody oh is God. done with cold right now. Got blizzards going on. I don't
4: know if you, um, if you Mackie are having like the yo-yo effect right now, like Last week, we got to almost 80, and then the next day, it was, like, 50. Yep, that's right. And then, right. like, we're going to reach 70 again, and I'm like, this is not – I'm not okay with this. Like, <laughs> so I made me pull out the shorts
0: and yep. then
3: pull out the sweaters.
0: Yep, yeah, we, we had uh, – we were at 89 – on last Friday, and then the next day, it was oh 60s God. and 50s. Now it's in the 50s and 40s again. So you know, it was just weird. It was like a heat wave of four days and then just disappeared. <laughs> but it was a really lovely week for the four days that it happened. Isla's really mad at me right now. Okay. Oh,
1: I'll just yeah. see myself out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Boo-hoo, guys. Yeah. I don't feel
4: tall, Don't bad for you at all, actually. I was
2: so upset. No. Poor Isla uh, like
4: her, like, snowstorm, cyclone, or whatever it was. Bomb, it was cyclone? Literally...
1: Have a hat on my desk you do like i am ready for every time i get
0: cold and you're in a full this is my sweater emotional support hat oh that's your linus blanket from peanuts yeah, uh, basically <laughs> <laughs> well thank you caroline for yes. uh participating in this pilot program where we cold call people hey. on the show which is super fun i'm i feel so honored you uh we are honored to speak <laughs> to you uh of of its Caroline y'all fame. This is who we're speaking yes. to right now. This is very important. So uh well, have a good night and a good rest of your week. You too. And enjoy this ridiculous segment when you hear the show tomorrow.
4: Yeah, I <laughs> will. See you I'll see you guys
0: in Neverland. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Take care. Hey. Bye. Y'all. Bye. <laughs> it's Caroline from its Caroline y'all. From its Caroline y'all. Th- that was the first time we've ever done that, and I am now addicted to doing that. Because <laughs> now we're a real radio show. Now this is—I
1: literally grew up in the time period where every sleepover was going onto chat roulette and Omegle and asking ridiculous questions like that to
0: I strangers. Love, I, I. This love is it.
1: the most normal thing in the world. For also me.
0: very dangerous, <laughs> but and turned into like a horrible thing on the internet. but
1: I have childhood trauma, you know what? It's okay. I will go to therapy eventually. But like, think
0: about how we grew up and how that was like, look at this great, fun thing. There's no way this can go wrong. (laughs) Yeah, and I think
1: about it now, and I think about... Why did I subject myself to so many unsolicited penises in my face? That's what I'm saying. Like, like, why did I say, I'm going to continuously show up for this? I like have no desire for <laughs> this portion of it. I'm only here for the goofy shit. And yet, I'm still going to go, N- Not there's no And need. you know what? would drop dead on the ground if I ever found out that Harper was on, like, I was just gonna say, would you let roulette. your
0: kid do any any service like that? There I wouldn't let my kid are near. so
1: many other inappropriate things that I would want my daughter to be doing than being on those <laughs> things. I love like, that you
0: frame it as there are worse, more inappropriate things I would rather her do than
1: Yes, that. because you know what? I know she's gonna get into some shit. Sure. I'm not naive. Everybody I'm does. not Amy Poehler in Mean Girls where I'm just gonna, like, let my kid do whatever, right, right, but, like, right. I I know that there are limits and like strict parents create real mischievous kids. Um yeah, to a point. The worst you know what I mean? Ones, like extensive actually. like normal strict. There's a normal strict and then there's like right. really pushing some boundaries
2: here. Right,
0: right.
1: Um no, those websites are so goddamn bad.
0: They yeah. I mean it's but, but like you know and what? from
1: ages like ten to like
0: yeah, that's the sixteen
1: seventeen. That's the rough 10. part.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what? I've seen plenty of videos of like people showing, you know, showing up doing music, like rapping and like you know, like like cool talents you didn't think people had like i've seen like videos yeah. you know of stuff that are like really cool like guys wanting to like, it's always this like guy with a guitar and he like seems really lame and then he's like pretending to not know how to do what like play or whatever and this is always some like crazy like hot you know like popular girl in school or whatever yeah. on the other side and then he like does something amazing and like she's him, am- and i'm like this is actually wholesome entertainment for me to w- watch these two you know right. like just- because when i was young that was I'm, I, this is a little bit of the age gap that we have, right? I was just on the older side for that, like a tiny, tiny bit, just a couple years past. And I was kind of not interested because when I was younger, we would meet people online and then arrange for our own like weird FaceTime calls or whatever. You know what I mean? It wasn't random because to us that was crazy and scary. So we would do the like meeting up with people and then we would do the video chats ourselves. We like coordinate the video chats ourselves. So I have done that, like created relationships with people, like friendships with people I still talk to to this day from that I randomly met on the internet, and we just had stuff in common and never stopped talking until yeah. now I'm a full grown adult. So like, it, meeting on the internet is not as scary. It's just for some reason that that situation just seems like it's just like, but it made out. me like
1: perfect for things like this.
0: That's true. That's true. You are because
1: I can spark absolutely <laughs> ridiculous conversations about nothing
0: with anyone. I was uh I was not ready for the straight up actual crank anchors portion. Now now I can be more prepared.
1: I also missed the boat on online dating apps. I Yeah, me too. Um me too. got locked down like I was a teenager. So um I did not get to experience them and I feel as though I missed yeah. like that stand up portion of my life. Yeah. Where, the, you know, I tinder, would just okay be Cupid. constantly doing that bit. With random dudes because that's what I would use a dating app for. Because that's
0: hilarious. (laughs) That's actually really funny. I, Marissa,
1: I love you so much. Please, 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 please don't get upset. But when Marissa has dating apps, she will let me use her phone, and I am able to swipe right and swipe left. Um, And my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to do is reply to every single guy that she matches with, and I reach out and I say, "Hi, what's your favorite type of pasta?" And if they say angel hair, I automatically unmatch with them because if that is your answer, you are an L seven weenie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the. What do they call them? It's not litmus test. It's called something a bra, bra something test. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the Brata. something test
1: where there's two women that talk yes. to each other in a movie. The Bach
0: something. Yeah, Bach. whatever that is. That so that you do that. <laughs> That's actually a good one We should come up with Whatever our Once upon a time version Of that's gonna be Me need to be like Hello caller So you're in a forest And you find an apple And then you pick it up And someone behind you Says blah 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 What do you do Like you know Like to figure out yeah. What their response Is gonna be it But that's me really And fun. yeah
1: There are some Basic ass answers Where if you ask them That's a Don conversation <laughs> Just
0: nope. hang up the phone <laughs> Yeah You lose oh, It's one God. of those
1: Experience games You're Beyonce's assistant She asks for A yeah. type of chips Which one do you get yeah lays or ruffles Wrong. if you got ruffles go home you're fired you got shanked from the, <laughs> from the
0: bouncer you died you died of dysenteria whatever it is you had trail. yellow fever yeah. <laughs> oh man uh well special thanks to caroline and miranda for playing our little game uh and i'm excited to uh be making you know have that segment make an appearance in some future some future ones I was gonna work on a on a name by the way if anybody has any suggestions off the top of their head for a name uh for this segment also a reminder if you have any uh ideas about a name for our prime corrective section of once upon a time i think so far the running winner is once upon a crime i believe is the one that we were kind of sort of yeah favoring. i
1: liked that one yes I think we needed an official poll on it, but I did yeah. really like that one.
0: And I only say this because I really like it. I Because it's once upon a time. Like, it would be as the, the Star Trek Prime Corrective analogy to that would be like making a play on the word Star Trek. It would be too direct. Whereas the yeah. Prime Corrective, the Prime Directive is like a, it's like a thing you know about. You know what I mean? So, like... Yep. For instance, Storybrooke Daily Mirror is a perfect example of this sideways reference of like the Storybook Daily Mirror is a thing that happens in our lore. It's not like once upon a time, like the name, you know what I mean? So once upon a crime might be a little too spoon fed. I I really like it and I like the little turn of phrase, but I want to see if we can find something that like think about what you would put on. Speaking of merch, think about what you would put on a T-shirt. Like you could put the name of the show or you can put some like sly reference, uh, you know, as a phrase that only people who are familiar with the show would know. Like our stay gold, stay rumple that we made up. It kind of feels like something he would say. It's like something like that, but not a phrase that someone would say. It's more like a
1: So you know who does that? Um Alex Cooper, Caller Daddy podcast. Oh really? Um so all of my shirts that I have, you know, like my father, my uncool, Mm -hmm. unwell, uncool. Mm -hmm. I Mm should get one that says that. (laughs) On the sleeve like, right here, anybody watching, um, or Mackie that I'm talking to, right here, <laughs> it says Caller Daddy Podcast, the podcast phone number, and the website. Ooh. It is so sick because it's so subtle, but, like, I don't, I don't know. I just think
0: it's so cool. I this love is that.
1: also a conversation that I could be having not when we're recording, but... I love that,
0: though. You can all now be
1: included in our creative process. Yeah, guys, thank you you for coming to
0: our staff meeting. This is not even the first time we've made this joke on the air. That everyone listening (laughs) is just is just attending our staff meeting, and now we're gonna get some get some fucking weirdo who's calls in and be like, "You guys are talking too much about not the show." I don't care. By the way, if you're listening to this, I don't care. Stop listening. So, oh my god, (laughs) if you
1: have the fucking audacity to call in after I just made that whole entire soapbox speech about doing things that make you happy, I will personally blast. (laughs) I will subscribe your email to spam that is a promise
0: Uh, look I, this is this is what you guys signed up for. <laughs> this is have a, my show. No. Um, Mackie do this. will back me
1: up on this. Uh, honey, this,
0: I is our, will this is our decision. Come for you. Uh we you guys have allowed us to do this for 47 episodes, so we're just gonna pop off. This is how we do it. We we fuck off for it's the first time. This my hour. one year.
1: Um we are now out of the 90-day trial period. You That's can't right. fire me. I'm tenure now, bitch.
0: Yeah, we're so tenure. We're, tenured we're here to stay. Can't do anything about it. Uh, <laughs> nobody can fire us. Well, we did talk a lot about not the show, and that's because we quit. Uh, That's (laughs) that's half the fun. Um, Anyway, a segment name for calling people, cold calling people, and a segment name for when we get stuff wrong. Like I love that you did the morgue thing like I feel like something something not this but something to the effect of like the Storybrooke obituaries you see what I'm saying like it's like a reference to something and it's kind of like a like a dark mood that's, a, that's yeah, I would
1: a, like it to be I would like it to be dark.
0: Yeah, the the corrective one, the like correction. We're going,
1: we're going creepy on this.
0: Yeah, so we need to we need to think about something that like Regina's done, like uh something like one of the curses or right. We need to dig into that kind of stuff. Like it needs to be a noun, like a thing that's the segment title of when we would get something wrong. Like the the this. I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, we are go. We have have by the way in case you participated in this we have received text messages and voicemails and emails thank you guys for showing up at the end of the season we uh, wanted to put this segment in and get into the show so we're going to save all those for um, next week in case you didn't hear your stuff show show up this episode uh, but for now we're going to move on beyond the storybook daily mirror but that was definitely the most fun one that we've ever done hey, Before we move on, uh, I really—side note—listening back to the show, I always think that I'm like abusing the sound effects, and then I go back and listen, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm gonna hammer on this uh, this clapping sound effect again so I can give Isla the, the uh, proper praise and shout out for coming up with such an amazing segment oh idea God, thank you so so good so thank you the studio audience also is very happy that you've done that wow thank uh, you so we're gonna get into our show pre-show now we are super pumped for season 3 episode 1 uh, the name of the episode is called The Heart of the Truest Believer before we get into the synopsis as you recall at the end of the of the season we are pretty deep into the Neverlands. well not deep but we're just getting really into the Neverland piece of it we knew Neverland we just had the best
1: episode to date
0: the best episode of once upon a time period in uh season two episode 22 and we found that at the tail few seconds of that episode that uh the boy that they are um hunting for was not in fact Bay; it was henry which really throws the timeline off because we're looking at baby neil before he obviously ever meets emma and they already have a picture of
1: centuries
0: of of like henry yeah so this is really wild um so the character backstory on this particular episode is going to be emma swan So that's going to be exciting. I really thought it would have been either Neil or Henry. Oh, we also found out at the end of the last episode that Neil is not dead well he showed up on the we found his body at least he's on
1: the beach he looked yeah. pretty
0: pretty beat up but we assume if we saw his body again that he's not dead or and he can fill up aurora somewhere.
1: and Mulan. oh my god him.
0: yeah it was freaking philip mulan and aurora of all people like a whole
1: family reunion like per- i didn't think bonkers. i would ever see
0: them again that's crazy september 29th 2013 is when this aired it was written by adam and edward you got the double whammy of uh season finale and season premiere and that season finale was a killer so it's gonna be hard to top that uh we have a repeat director ralph hammaker who did several episodes and i think i believe in both seasons so uh excited to have him back wow (laughs) you know what's
1: crazy this is the first episode where it aired and i was like a real adult like i had graduated high school like like, this is my i was like a real adult now yeah that's nice That's that's a nice thought
0: Uh, you could have been one.
1: I started watching it not long after this because I started watching it right when I first started dating Bart, which was the following spring.
0: fourteen. Yeah. Uh, so yes, we're, we're, we're catching up with real life, I guess. We're catching (laughs) up with real time and I think
1: that that's what's really freaking me out. In fact,
0: you know, now that we think about it, uh, I moved down and started working for, uh, Walt Disney World when this show was still on the air. And um one of the first things I did my first I, I moved in uh the at the end of September and that December was the very last uh spectacle of dancing lights, which for anyone who has never come to Walt Disney World during never Christmas. Taryn saw it, but we never got to see it together, which we are constantly bummed about. And like Christmas lights and stuff is one of our favorite things. Uh, Spectacle of Dancing Lights is, in short, a big giant light show like Christmas lights like on houses, but except there was a backlot used to be in Hollywood studios when they were pretending like it was an actual st- like running film studio. In fact, it was a running st- studio. Uh, there's a back lot in every studio, right? Where you just have a bunch of like big buildings where they can just shoot out on the street. And you like, they call them unit B when you're shooting exteriors. We created one of the, we studios created one of those at Walt Disney world and covered the entire back lot in dance in, in Christmas lights and had them do these choreographed shows um to music right so the delight so think about like christmas light fight on tv right it's that but at a gigantic building size scale um and it was this amazing beautiful thing well 2015 was the end of the 20 year license because that dancing show was licensed from this family that lived out in i don't know somewhere in the midwest right allowed us to use it for 20 years 20 years was up actually in 2014 and they allowed it to extend for 1 year and so 2015 was the last one well on the back lot one of the little hidden things was there was a facade of Mr Gold's pawn shop from once upon a time on the side of one of these buildings and so they would light it up during christmas and there was all these things that would light up inside there was a bunch of easter eggs of like things that were in the pawn shop that showed up in the show like i think the magic lamp was in there and a few other like the mickey phone and a few other things were in there so there was a little piece of once upon a time in there and that was one of the things i i helped out with and, and did when i first came to disney in, in 2015. So we're going to be approaching my crossover with the show pretty soon too, somewhere in late next year when I started. So we we really wow. are kind of catching up with real life. I know it's a little bit of a of a side traveling.
1: It's weird though, area. I don't know.
0: Right? I know. I need to
1: recognize it. I need to address it.
0: Well, we kept saying the show started 10 years ago, you know, in 20 20- 11 you know and we was it was 2021 and now yeah. it's now it's that feels like a long time ago and now all of a sudden it's catching up quickly and we're like <laughs> uh there were 7.33 million people that watched or at least were cataloged were, uh, were calculated that watched the season finale the season premiere brought in 8.52 million season two really had a rough time with the ratings it started out like over 10 and then ended up at 7.3 and so now we're picking up again we'll see if it if it continues that way uh, and here's the synopsis as Emma, Margaret, Mary, Margaret, David, Regina, and Mr. Gold and Hook enter Neverland to search for a kidnapped Henry, they're greeted by a school of not too friendly mermaids who threaten to end their search before it begins. Henry fi- finds himself on the run from the Lost Boys with another escapee from Peter Pan's encampment, and Neil recovering from his wounds travels he's, through alive. The, he's alive it travels through the enchanted forest with Mulan in an attempt to learn the fates of Emma and Henry so I really like effectively what they've done here is they've kind of scattered the wind a little bit right they've put people like Neal's in the this is a little bit what they did in the beginning of season two they put Emma and Mary Margaret in the enchanted forest present day enchanted forest not the, not the flashback enchanted forest then they have Cora come from the enchanted forest go to Storybrooke wreaking havoc we're pulling people in right now at the beginning of season three we got Emma and crew going to Neverland a whole new place that we've never been to before and now we have Neil going back to the Enchanted Forest for the first time since he's been a kid and been in Neverland and then gone to New York and grew up and now he's back at the Enchanted Forest again, present day Enchanted Forest with these recurring characters from the beginning of season two when we've met Mulan. And so I like that it's not only full circle, but also f- doesn't feel like the ending of something. It feels like the beginning of a whole new chapter of Journey.
1: Right. Like it's, it's so not going to fizzle out right now. Yeah.
0: It's not like, oh, yeah, we'll tie that up. Like it feels like, whoa, so many things could happen now. Right. Uh, so I'm I'm actually really pumped with the idea of where they took, where they placed it. So we'll see if they uh, if they also follow through with how they do it because I can this could go sideways really quickly but I as I recall I'm pretty sure I don't think it does this Neverland piece stays pretty strong not only through this storyline but what they do at after this current storyline is done done right the current current one and Mm -hmm. then they keep going. Like, it, it doesn't feel like end of chapter, beginning of new chapter. It really does kind of string together like real life does, you know, it doesn't, which I like. It's not like a cut off and, and a beginning of a brand new thing. Right. Because I hate when shows do that where they just like completely end something and just don't reference it again and then they just start something new. It feels very yeah. disconnected. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited. So now we will uh, get into our production notes. <laughs> production notes. Uh, where we talk about some behind the scenes stuff and. Um, Little trivia about shooting this particular episode. Uh the first one is always our reference to the title card. Uh or sorry, our reference that the, the title card is referencing in the show. And this week's episode features Henry and Peter Pan in flight. So I'm assuming two silhouettes. Mm-hmm. I, I was I'm always curious, is like, is it two shadowy figures and you're telling me it's Henry and Peter Pan? It's kinda of spoilery, or is it like actually you know what I mean? Like, can we tell? Right. So
1: we'll see. And then this is the first episode in which Storybrooke does not appear.
0: Yeah, because our current uh, band of heroes, if you will, uh, we have no reason to go back to Storybrooke because all of our main characters are not there. If you really think the entire it, main cast is not there. Your entire main cast is gone. The only people left in Storybrooke right now are like the dwarves and Archie. And the like, Beatbox. Definitely. Like. The, <laughs> which I hate to say. No respect. No disrespect to them because they're amazing. But yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we love them. But. And uh, for our favorite subsection of production notes, are you getting special deliveries right now?
1: Yeah, thank you. Do you Chewy Sweet Tarts?
0: I want some of this.
1: I want to know where to find them. Sweet Tarts? No, the giant Chewy Sweet Tarts.
0: You want to know where we get them? Dollar
1: Tree. Where? Mackie has them at... His Dollar Tree. Like
0: our Dollar Tree has movie sized giant boxes of all of that stuff. Spree, Mike and Ike. Like you know the big boxes from the good in the movie theater.
1: I got Charleston shoes. That's the same one, yeah.
0: Charleston shoes. I got Slim Jims. Hey, you love your Slim Jims. I noticed this about you. I do. I know what Isla's birthday present's gonna be. (laughs) Uh all right. So our favorite subset portion of production notes. Is a little bitty that we call brand info. Uh, so the wiki, for no good reason, just gives us very specific information about brands that they wear on the show. And we turned it into this wonderful bossa nova. Uh, in this particular one, Emma is wearing a gray classic muscle tee with pocket by Alexander Wang. Way to make a classic muscle tee sound really classy. Brand designer. Info. Very designer.
1: Regina is wearing a Club Monaco trench coat.
0: Doesn't it feel like you have to say it in a French accent? Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's
0: very like. It feels like because it has. Because
1: Gossip Girl Blair Waldorf was engaged to the Prince of
0: Monaco. Oh, okay. I like it's very it. Very
1: important. I like it.
0: It feels like the trench coat has like a curly mustache. Like it's yeah. very, especially with this music playing in the background. Uh, This is not part of brand info, but the next one feels like it works with this music, so I'm going to leave it on. Okay. Uh, It says Britannia Beach, a small community located approximately 55 kilometers north of Vancouver, doubles as Neverland for the beach scenes. Right? Doesn't this music just, like, perfectly fit? It feels like real real estate. You're, like, offering up this beachside view of this.
1: It feels like... (laughs) We have two exits and two lavatories located in the front and the back of the plane. Oh, no. Please no forming of the line in the front for security reasons.
0: Really? It feels We've like We've been at
1: this for two years now. We don't wanna remind you, please keep your face mask above your mouth and nose at all times during the duration of the
0: flight. Guys, Isla flies a lot. <laughs> in Case you haven't pick up on that (laughs) all right we have one more one last one uh during last minute prepping to shoot his first scene as Robin Hood we have a new Robin Hood which this this particular before we get into this uh this Sean McGuire
1: this is the Robin Hood Sean
0: McGuire is the Robin Hood everybody knows but as you recall we had a Robin Hood our homeboy
1: Lucifer
0: Lucifer Tom Ellis played Robin Hood and then mysteriously just didn't come back and there's a lot of questions on discord about whatever it was Uh, we looked it up and Tom Ellis was in fact as we suspected not available when at this time I tried to look to see if it coincided with the beginning of Lucifer or like if he was already signed to do it or something like that. And I knew he was going to be committed to it. I think it is. It wasn't. It was just a little bit before, I think, oh. because it was something he was committed to something else. And then Lucifer was very shortly after that. So knowing oh. that it wouldn't have been like because sometimes if an actor um, is they want him Uh, And it's only going to be one little stint that is going to be missing. They'll actually delay the introduction of a character or something just to get them back. And they'll say they pushed that storyline down the road because they were waiting for the actor to become available. That's kind of how Hollywood works usually. Um, Hmm. And knowing that he was going to have one thing behind the other, that's the point where they'd be like, well, it's time to recast. So Sean McGuire is amazing. He's got this very, like, this swag about... I think Tom Ellis is a lot more rugged. And so Robin Hood ends up feeling a little bit more... um, uh, street rat Aladdin,ny right? Come, it looks like he kind of comes from the slums. That's how and he's, he's
1: supposed to feel, which
0: I love. No, I love that. And Sean Maguire, I don't think it's better or worse. It's just very different. It feels a little bit more elegant. It feels a little bit more like the uh, what Prince of Thieves, you know, the the, lore, the kind of Robin Hood lore that we know of, where he's kind of like a. He's a little bit more charismatic. He's not as
1: he's a sly guy.
0: Yeah, a Flynn Rider. You a know, Flynn Rider. That's a perfect example. Yeah, it's a, he's got that charm about him that Tom Ellis feels more like a man of the people. He feels closer to like the Snow White, who's just like scavenging. You know what I mean? And a little rough and tumble. Yeah, at least in this, in Lucifer, he's a lot more put together, and he's got right. If I don't think he, I don't think Tom Ellis in his career had gotten there yet, and I think Sean McGuire was a little bit there already. Um, yeah, we love him. Tom
1: Ellis is just so pop he, he is like yeah he's
0: well, well now he is when he started he wasn't yeah because in Miranda and like his early work this included he was still a little bit you could feel a little bit I, I say juvenile but not as not as a not as a derogatory term he was just a, he was young in his career and I think seeing how amazing he is in Lucifer really proves how much he's grown to be able to play because if I, I feel like now if he played Robin Hood he would be playing it like Sean McGuire he, you know, a lot more. That's the kind of posh Tom Ellis that we know of from the show. Um, anyway, so during, he was, Sean McGuire was doing last minute prep to shoot his very first scene ever as Robin Hood. Uh, he admitted to a publicity photographer that he didn't know how to use a bow and arrow, which obviously Robin has to do pretty much the entire time. Uh, coincidentally, the photographer happened to be practicing archery. And he taught Sean McGuire how to handle an a bow That doesn't even
4: feel real. That's
0: an amazing production. That's probably one of my favorite production notes that we've ever done. The fact that you could be a random person on set and contribute so greatly to the success of a show because you're the one who like taught a character how to do the thing that makes that character important. Like, I feel like that's a really... You know what I mean? For it to be just happenstance that the stars align at this, this photographer... Like he
1: essentially is there a doctor on board in his way right. into this? That's literally
0: what he did. And he was like, yes, sir, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready to <laughs> for the service. I love that. That's that's honestly my favorite production that we've ever done. Because I would have never known that. That's like a really cool like thing you'd only know if you went and did research. So, Well, now all of you Brookies who have uh, participated in listening to the show, now you know a little something you can impress your friends with. I'm sure they want to know this little piece of trivia from a show that they probably don't care about. But you know. That's what's important. Yeah. <laughs> that it made us I happy.
1: wish they would have put the photographer's name.
0: I know too. I want to like well, there's a footnote. Uh no, it's just it just goes to the Wait. You
2: can have some.
0: Once upon a time cat cast on season Hold on. Oh my god. It's a YouTube video. Question. Oh god. Just build- so loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Answer. Shut up. Uh okay. Here, let's see. What's going on here? Sorry, I'm putting it... Okay, so this is called Once Upon a Time Cast on Season 5. Alright, whatever. Crazy set experiences. I like your outfit.
5: Can you say it again? I
0: like your outfit. Take
1: three. was the, That was the winner. Do you, do you know the one about the maraschino cherry? If you swallow maraschino cherry, it stays in your stomach for seven years? No way. Yeah.
0: What about all those cocktails I've had? All those old fashions? Yeah, you
1: got a lot of cherries in your stomach. Oh,
0: Josh Dallas. I can't take you. Uh, these look like step and repeat... Uh, um... Interviews. So we'll, I'm going to skim through this and make sure that there's no like crazy spoilers because they will jump out really fast because this is for season five. Um, but did you hear a little bit of, of Colin O'Donoghue's accent in there? Did yeah. Right? Yeah. Love it. Love it. And it, it drives me wild in like the best way that he does hook. In that voice, when that's his real—that's so what his well. real voice sounds like. You know what I mean? Like it just—it just boggles my mind. Um, I'm going to skim through this and make sure there's no spoilers, and, and we'll release it at another time. But this would be a great YouTube video for us to like.
1: Yeah, that would be fun. Just
0: review. I think it's really cool. So that's that. That, that's in the footnotes uh, on the wiki. So we'll yeah, we have the link to it. So that'll be a good little thing to, to look out for. Is a little piece of bonus content of us just hearing hearing from the cast crazy stories. It'll be like a little production notes, but for just cast experiences. I love that. Um, so anyway, that was a kind of a fun, <laughs> production production, notes. fun little production note. Sounds great. A
1: little different one this week. I you like
0: know? it. I like it a lot. Um, so we have a segment uh, dedicated to the Easter eggs that show up in the show related to Lost because Edward and Adam both worked on Lost and they put a bunch of Easter eggs in the show, um, most of which are related to the numbers. And this is no different. We call this segment What's in the Hatch? For those of you who are... Uh, keen on the ears that is the the lost sound when the lot when the show which we have learned over. has
1: been showing up in other things lately which is
0: yeah oh that sound bizarre. revolutionary that show really revolutionized television honestly and a lot of people don't want to admit it but it really did change the game um anyway anytime you hear that sound we will try to be pointing out uh the easter eggs in the show this there's one for this one henry mills uh evidently we find out when he's born It says he is born at eight fifteen. Surprise, surprise! Those are the two lost numbers that Once Upon a Time uses all the time. It's also the number of the Oceanic flight. It's used a bunch of times in in Lost as well. Uh, Eight. I feel like eight and fifteen are like out of all of the numbers, the two most important. And I wonder if it's because of Once Upon a Time, or if it like now when we watch Lost, I want to see if like I know all the numbers show up in random things, but I wonder if eight and fifteen have. Special significance, because that because it was like Oceanic Flight A fifteen was like a big one, so I wonder if that has a little bit more weight.
1: If it's just because oh my god, the...
0: who is eight and fifteen? Because all the numbers correspond to the people, like each person has a number. Because it says it, sa- it says in the thing, there's like in in the wiki guide, it says like John Locke is two or whatever, you know, or four or whatever, you know. So oh. so I wonder who. Hold on, I, I need to look this up now uh let's see lost uh lost numbers people um, which is
1: interesting because August is named after oh my God the eighth month
0: yeah didn't did we talk about that on the air? Oh no no what? no, 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 no. Uh, who
1: emailed it over to us yeah we Leo? Emailed,
0: we talked yes we talked about the fact that August was the eighth month we didn't talk about that it, it, whoever I forget I think it was Patrick or someone mentioned to us that it was uh August. Wilkes booth I think was his name yes which a w b could be a wooden boy and we were like mm-hmm. like mind blown all right so the numbers eight four eight fifteen sixteen twenty three forty two and there are a bunch of other numbers that are don't have significance right because there's there's a scene in the lighthouse where there's a bunch of numbers that are crossed out and there are people's names attached to it like flight attendants and people who have yep. been on the island and people that we know right danielle I think was on there like all these potential, I forget what they call them, candidates, the candidates. But these six candidates for 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, in order are Locke, uh, Hurley, sorry, these are last names. My brain is short circling. Locke, Hurley, uh, I was gonna say James, um, Sawyer, Saeed, Jack, and it just says Quan, and we don't know if it's Sun or Jen. We assume that it's both. So they are both 42. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Locke, Reyes, Ford, Jara, Shepard, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23. So, 8 and 15 are Hurley and Sawyer. <laughs> that's kind What's of a your great character. That's a great pair, I think. <laughs> oh, man. But this is not a, a podcast about Lost. We already have one of those, and this is not it. Um, This is a podcast about Once Upon a Time. Uh, and if you'd like to watch along with us, now is the time. We're gonna do that. Where right we are gonna do that, and we have some features uh, of the watch party. One of them is a drinking bell, a sound effect you've already heard. If you hear that, then you can drink for a reason that we're gonna make up on the fly. If uh, we would like to play or pause the episode, we will hear this sound, uh, and that is the sound of me playing and pausing. In case you happen to not be watching Spotify watching our video, uh, and you are syncing your playback with us. So that's, that's the sound. Um, if we need to rewind, i got to find it. Then we will play this sound. Uh, uh, it's rewind time. Uh, and then we will rewind, and I will tell you how many seconds we are rewinding, again, for syncing reasons, but just in case we need to like go back and reinvestigate something or whatever. Familiar voice of the pod, Will Smith, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Very important. Uh, and... Last but not least, the thing, the one big drink moment of the entire watch party is the reference to the episode title, which I have to scroll back up for, is the heart of the truest believer. And so here's the line. For quite some time, I've sought something extremely important, something more elusive than the greatest of all mysteries. The heart of the truest believer. Finally, a character actually says the fucking name of the episode. Too many episodes have gone by where they've just skimmed by it and said some other shit that doesn't make any sense. So now we actually have someone say the heart of the truest believer. So our favorite game to play is uh, what's your best guess? And you feel free to shout out at your car radios or your television if you're Miranda. Um, (laughs) Who you think says this line? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. I feel like that has to be true. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's too
1: easy. He's looking for Henry. And Henry is the truest believer.
0: I feel like we might be surprised. I'm going to agree with really? you because that's the easiest answer. That's the most obvious answer. Oh, but yeah, I'm
1: picking that one. I
0: just get really excited when it's not the obvious person. That's like, I don't know why this game became fun. It's really stupid and people probably hate this. <laughs> it is this. a silly game. Why are we doing this? But I just, I don't know. I just like to be, I like to be, this is the one game I love to lose. Because <laughs> it's, yeah, so, it's so because fun it's when fun. it's like, how is it that person? Like, I like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the heart of the truest believer, episode one. Season three, here we go.
1: Episode 47, happy one year. Happy one year, everyone.
0: 11, Eleven years, years ago. ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're so good at reading text now. Big oh, my gosh. 815. Henry's being born. Hang on, hang on. just doing fine. In jail. Oh, oh, I didn't put the show on there. Doing great. Doing great. Here you go. Keep going. Yeah. Now you can see it, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> okay, now, big push, big push. <laughs> oh, wow. So she's, like, zapping the whole building as she's giving birth. That's like really interesting.
6: Good. That's beautiful. <laughs>
0: so listen.
7: It's a boy, Emma.
0: Oh, she, she can't look at the baby. I have a feeling this is not how this Emma, happens just so you know. in a hospital. You can't change your mind. Pretty sure you can. not <laughs> Pretty sure you signed a legal document. I can't
5: be a mother.
0: I also really don't believe that a doctor would be all, like, emotional, about it like that. They just, I'm just, they see so much.
1: I don't know. Labor and delivery is an entirely different set of doctors, though, and nurses.
0: But that guy probably delivered 14 babies today. You think yes, but the so they of... all
1: are very emotional when it happens. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So they are literally like... Okay, so we zapped into present day. They're literally like sailing down that little cyclone, like down the edge of the cyclone of the water and then pop out the other side. That was actually a really cool visual. Right. Oh my god. Robert Carlyle looks older <laughs> since the last episode because they took months off.
6: Yeah. Neverland
0: they all look oh, older they all look grizzlier. they right do now. you can
1: tell yeah it looks bleak
0: like it's not the same day that we left <laughs> they all two. look rough Yeah,
1: not rough and like bad they look like they're like they different. Shit.
0: yeah all right so we see okay we see a little boy see this is we see a little boy and a bigger boy just like jump Nobody flying would, sort of it That's doesn't a, even look
1: like they're flying it's weird I mean, okay
0: whatever it is but hi Henry slow down pal Oh, these two idiots! I hate about them. these yeah. idiots! I hate them so much.
1: <sighs> we made it
5: mission
2: accomplished. So Are
0: you
5: my mom's
8: coming to get me, both of them.
6: Yeah, you know, I want to take a look around.
0: Kid. Yeah, I have two moms, jerk. <laughs> you see any clock towers? I'm moving with the LGBT. <laughs> yeah, right.
8: It doesn't matter. My family's been to the Enchanted Forest
0: before,
5: and they can get here again. Well, we're not in the Enchanted Forest. This is Neverland.
0: Stupid bad guy. You could have just said nothing and been like, ha, <laughs> and just kept going.
5: Never went. It's the motherload of magic. Oh, where's the communicator? We need to signal the home office. There you go, T.
1: Why do they talk like this? And I hate it so much. Huh. Who works there? Who? You-
0: <sighs> I can't even continue. Again, with this every time.
1: These bumbling idiots. They're
0: talking like middle schoolers playing cops and robbers right now. That's what they're talking like. We gotta talk Operation to the home
1: Operation Cobra office. sounded more professional than this
0: bullshit. It, it was, though. It actually legitimately was. Like, Henry was a better secret agent than you two idiots. Well, first of all, who in 2013 is calling shit the home office like it's the fucking Soviet Union? Like, what right. is this? This is not the Gulf War. What are you guys doing? Do you doing? have the communicator? Like, this is what? present day. They're talking like it's, I mean, he is from the 80s or whatever, but I still don't buy it. Like, it just, I don't think any reasonable adults in the late 2000s or two, 2010s. He was, like, what, or. eight? Right. But it still feels like they're playing a game in the backyard with their yeah, friends. No. It doesn't feel like, there's no risk. There's no the cloud. I kid- things more seriously i mean you're you're not wrong that's really that's legit work for it's
7: not your concern And they always do this it's not your concern just know that they take care of us do Do they they?
8: can they tell you how to get back home after you destroy magic
7: we don't ask questions again with this zealot thing even our cause
0: yeah the the crazy zealot thing drives me nuts
5: i'm not getting a status light on this thing
0: Did you buy that from Walmart?
9: What the hell is this? A toy? It's
8: a good thing you guys don't ask any questions.
0: Oh my god, even Henry's older. You see his full cheeks. He looks like a little chipmunk. I love him.
1: Yeah. This ship is so freaking cool. Oh my god,
0: that shot of him stopping it with his hook was so dope.
1: In case you didn't know, my son's
5: life is in danger.
6: Oh, I know. My hot-headed queen. The plan (laughs) is to bring us to the far side of the island, link up with the widest part of the river, and we sail right through, taken by surprise. The irony. What irony? Oh. I spent more time than I care to remember trying to leave this place and to kill Rumpelstiltskin. And here I am, sailing right back into its heart with him as my guest of honor. It's not quite a happy ending I was hoping It for. is very ironic,
0: I like that.
5: Greg Mandel said something funny to me. He said I'm a villain. And that villains don't get happy endings. You believe that?
6: hope not And we wasted our lives
1: how weird of yourself to think of yourself as a storybook character you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. she's like somebody's narrating my story right. and I don't like that
0: yeah that is weird
5: what happened to Neil and Henry it's not your fault you can't blame yourself I don't. I blame you. Oh! All this happened because I listened to you. You say good always wins? It doesn't. I didn't grow up in some fairytale land. My experience is different. That's <laughs> all I can go on.
0: <laughs> frowny face. Emma.
5: <laughs> all we have to go on is ours. So if you would just let us share our wisdom... I appreciate you trying to be parents... But we're the same age. We have equal amounts of wisdom. And all I want is Henry back. Wow. I should never have broken the curse. This is really I powerful. should have just taken Henry, and, and you're right. N- then you'd be together. We missed mm-hmm. you growing up, Emma. And it haunts us every day. And that's why we're here now.
6: We don't yeah, want you have need to have to step go through in the time. same thing, too. And you won't. We are
5: gonna get our family back. How can you two be so infuriatingly optimistic?
0: Said the audience. (laughs) It's who we are. Why?
5: (laughs) Ever since you got your memories back, ever since you remembered that you're Snow White and Prince Charming, your lives have. they've they've sucked!
6: No. No, we found you.
5: And lost Henry and Neil and countless other people. Emma, the
1: minute. I let go of the belief that things will get better is the minute I know they won't.
0: <laughs> it's such a mom thing to say.
1: This is such toxic positivity, I can't deal no, with it. Won't. I am...
6: Oh, well, that's a great use oh. of our time.
1: Really? We're change. gonna fight.
6: A war job change. <laughs> I'm gonna get Henry.
1: <laughs> yes! I
0: we agreed so to do this
6: together. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we made no such agreement.
5: Why are you doing this?
0: Because I want to succeed.
5: What makes you think I'm gonna fail?
0: Well, how could
6: you not? You don't believe in your parents, or in magic, or even yourself.
5: I slayed a dragon. I think I believe.
6: Only what was shown to you. When have you ever taken a real leap of faith?
0: That's really powerful. You know, the with
6: us—absolutely no proof.
0: Let's, this is actually really profound for life and for people. Like, you only—like, bo- if if you've only allowed yourself to believe what is shown to you, and and like. To ask yourself, like, when you've actually taken a leap of faith, when there's absolutely no proof. Like, it's easy to say, "No, I believe in what," I, and I'm not talking about religion, right? I'm I'm, I'm talking about like thing, like you like believing in yourself, believing in your friends, believing in the the trust that you have, like stuff like that, right? To be like, I trust you. Do you?
1: It's even as something as like everyday as settling. You know what I mean? Yes. On like a significant other, Oh, like this guy likes me enough. Like, but right. are. Are you passionately in love or is it just checking off a box? Yeah.
0: And like what is it that you believe? Is it just what you've been shown? You've been shown that if I have this person that I settled on, that means my life will be happy. That's what you've been shown from social media, from all these right external forces, from your friends, from whatever. What do you actually believe? When have you taken the leap of faith to maybe not do that? Don't settle maybe wait and be patient you know what i mean like like Mm -hmm. this is i think that's just a really profound idea in general of like tricking yourself into thinking that your decisions are pure when really you're manipulating yourself and justifying your own actions in yourself because you say oh i believe like that's just the little that's the tip of the iceberg and then you went oh no i'm good now you know what i mean Right. That's exactly. actually it's really heavy and I really like I like that Rumpel really does think in spiritual and uh esoteric um ambiguity. Like it's very vague, right? It's these really broad strokes of like he, he's kind of like this the, the philosopher almost in the room. I mean kind of waxing poetic. Seer. Yeah, that's true. He's the seer. that's right. That's that's probably exactly what it is. Because that's how they talk. Yeah. It's and I love vague. how,
1: as soon as Rumble stepped foot out of that stupid, dingy town, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, okay, I'm back. I'm he put really. his freaking jacket he on. He literally know. was like, hold on, I'm sorry. Nope, this is not who I am. And he comes up and he goes, I'm gonna go get Henry. Goodbye.
0: That because, was it. I, because I actually want to win. <laughs> and you guys are dead weight. I love it. This is really good. It's the way he just
1: goes, I'm gonna go get Henry. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
6: <laughs>
1: he
0: looks great, too. And yes, sadly, fantastic. You're have been through, you still just that bail bonds passing looking for evidence. Look at that.
6: Well, dearie, that's not going to work in Neverland. So oh, he said, dearie.
0: Drink to that. I'll do
6: whatever it takes. Well, you just need someone to tell me what that is. Sorry, dearie. Our 4 is too fearsome for... <coughs> Neverland is a place where imagination runs wild.
0: Sadly. sadly, just
2: doesn't. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic!
1: Burn of the century over Yo, here. he... He threw a dagger at her. That was incredible.
0: That was... I need to shake the hand of the person who wrote these lines.
1: Is, yeah, see, he just ripped her see, apart.
0: See, when you say Edward and Adam wrote this episode, I'm like, that's what I expect how dare they put their names on those trash garbage episodes in the middle of season two i honestly don't even believe that they wrote them i really don't and if they did i think they wrote them on set while the taping was going on (laughs) you know what i mean because this is aaron sorkin level spectacular writing you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Like really, really, what the the poetry of all of this, right? The pacing, Aaron Sorkin writes at monumental, like supersonic speeds. This is not that, but but the the quality and the density of the meanings behind it, the double meanings. Those were
1: heavy it. hitters. That you know was what so I mean? Good. Like he was knocking her out.
0: Yeah, and and she wasn't like, oh, oh, uh, I am taking the hit. Right? She she stood there and took it. And yeah. so I love when characters go toe to toe. It's not always when they're fighting. Sometimes it's just a character saying something that's like out of pocket, and then another character like it's chess, not wrestling. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like these carefully crafted. God, I love it. It's just I can't say enough good things about. It. That already, was so, we're like what we're so good. we're eight minutes in, and I'm like those first five pages were already amazing. Oh, he left his cane. He left his cane. He doesn't need it anymore. That's what I mean. Season three, Rumpelstiltskin coming for blood. Beautiful cinematography of the cane swinging back and p- like
8: we making some marsh.
0: No. Billy the Henry's like thrilling them. Help me gather in some real dry life.
7: leaves. We need to let the home office know that we're here. Stop saying home what office. We've enough. They
0: what can't the communicate or wasn't an accident.
7: Don't let the kid get in your head.
0: This stupid kid, I hate him so much. You're supposed to, but still.
1: Oh, is this uh Regina's stepson? Who also are you? the yeah,
0: home office uh no. Welcome to
6: Neverland. <clears throat> the home office. It's a bunch of
8: teenagers. They're not teenagers. They're the lost boys. Dummy. Look at that. Why do the lost boys want to destroy magic? Who said we want to destroy magic?
7: That was our mission. So you were told. Yes.
0: I need to make a meme out of this scene, and this kid is TikTok, and Greg and Tamara are like the rest of us adults. <laughs> <laughs> like we were scammed into thinking that TikTok, like they control the world. <laughs> And they were like, you were told that TikTok is just dance videos, but really, we make six figures, and you don't, and you have debt. Haha. Ha. <laughs> like, yeah, be salty about it. See? Triggered. Me too. I'm triggered too. <laughs>
2: triggered. That's what I'm
0: saying. Uh, no, it's not this kid. We were told, we were corrected that it wasn't him. It was some mother. Oh, whoever. okay. Uh, I was going to say something else, and I forgot. it come to me.
6: <laughs> now the boy.
0: Hand him over. That'll oh! You tell us the plan. I remember. Didn't that have a very others feel of them coming out of the woods? Yes. To meet them, right? It, it was felt yeah. very season three. Creepy
1: vibes. Yeah. Season
0: two, three of of Lost, when like people coming out of the you woods to correct. meet up with them, and then be like, you know, and and that that to me that what that felt like was um, Tom coming out with the beard and being like this is the line you don't cross the line don't come into our territory or him saying the whole thing with waltz that we need to like oh you're safe. what are you doing out here fisherman like and they're were like we're gonna need to yeah. take the boy like and he's asking for henry so he's like taking the boy too there's a lot of like lot. you know what that's what i say that's a lost reference i'm saying it okay right that's, I'll a, take that, that's it. very I'll take it. that's oddly similar
1: yes
8: for magic for getting home
0: You're not getting... Stupid on. face. I know. All I oh. see is the basis from, the from that thing you do, which is what he's from. Of course we are. And look at that. He got his shadow ripped right off his body.
7: What? This
0: a boy. is a great dark version of the story we were always told with Peter Pan. He's like, oh, it's so cute. Oh, she got an arrow in the back. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Hold on. So, a lot happened. So, they murdered Greg, and then they put an arrow in Tamara's back. Just like that.
1: <laughs> she got stabbed in the back, because she stabbed Neil in the back. That's foreshadowing, hey, bitch.
0: Jerk. Uh, yeah, that's... This whole so thing...
1: So, that happened.
0: You are on a commercial break now. all of that just happened there's a lot there's a lot going on let's i just want to see where they are gonna go from it okay so henry's running away
1: (laughs) i just want to see where we go from there yeah
0: right i just love this dark version of the lost boys and stuff that they're like a band of like criminals basically Uh.
9: thanks pan and his forces are in tune with every grain of sand on the island We must be careful. Are are you a lost boy? I was. But I escaped. now they're after me too.
8: How? What happened?
9: No time for questions. We must keep moving. Come on. That's
0: what I call DJ exposition. Story time. So every once in a while, they'll have like, like we did on this show, they will have some... (laughs) It'll be like a radio station, and the DJ will be like, It's a sunny 67 degrees here in Hildale. It's the 4th of October, and we're having the bicentennial this week. I, so it's DJ Exposition, right? It's the guy on the radio has to tell, oh, yeah, 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 has yeah. To tell the audience all the things that are happening in the storyline so you know what's going on. Uh, that was it, th- I forget where I picked that up from. But now every time something like that happens, I call it DJ Exposition as a reference to that. So they have to have a character just be like, here's the here's the main bullets of what we're dealing with here. Or you lost. But, oh, I, I kind of was once. And now they're chasing me, too. And they want you because of this. They have to have a character like explain <laughs> what the hell right. is happening without someone being like, what's going on? You know, um, and I also need some of our UK listeners who I know are listening. Hopefully Alicia is still listening. I would love to know where he is from, or at least the accent that he's portraying in this character. Because that sounds like North. I'm like super Anglophile. I love everything about the UK. So I'm really obsessed with accents and where they're from. Because it's like from a very small distance in the UK, the accents are like completely different. And I'm just curious as to like what part. I feel like it's like Eastern. Where are you from? Because that's not the standard uh, RP English. I believe it's RP like the Queen's English, like like BBC English, right?
1: Is this their Southern accent?
0: No, Southern is a lot more... Southern is like Liverpool, like the Beatles, right? Okay. So it's got that sing-songy thing. I think this is North, I believe. I don't know. I gotta look it up. I wanna see where he's from and stuff, but... Anyway, we see hands doing... Oh, it's Emma doing pull-ups, like the badass she is. Because <laughs> she's gonna kick some ass with those guns, apparently. <laughs> I do like her boobs.
6: Oh, I will give her that. Don't stop my account.
0: <laughs> oh,
6: think of it. Uh, what are you doing? I
0: also can't get do as many. Can't do as many pull-ups as she's already done. I've well, never do
6: known it. you to, to get one. ready for a fight. It was a natural state. <laughs> it was a natural. I On that rubber, someone get challenged.
5: <laughs> what do you want?
6: To give you something. You know, Belfast and I once spent a lot of time together.
0: I just noticed something, uh, and you will not be able to unsee it now. Look at the look at stuff that's hanging, ropes, the uh, hammock back there. <laughs> just realized they're doing this with the camera to make it look like they're on the ocean but none of the stuff on the walls is actually swinging away from the walls. Oh, it's just, <laughs> So they're yeah. literally just bobbing the camera around. Because I was going, was going, like, how is she doing pull-ups when the boat is moving that much? Because they're making it look it's, like it's, it's moving not. a lot. It's just not. So just, just take a look at the walls and see that the ropes and the stuff that should be swinging is not swinging, but the whole scene they're is. They're just there. <laughs> yeah. He was always kneeled to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, see? <laughs> nothing's moving <laughs> it's hilarious this was his ooh I love it hand hand down relics is that a sword I'm super sentimental.
6: not I just thought you could use it where we're going you know
0: uh huh
6: to fight
0: thanks have you yeah. ever tried to pull a cork off with your teeth like that it's not no. as easy as it looks like on TV. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Hey, look, it's Neil, looking great, cleaned up. It's got a fresh cut. Look at his facial hair is like perfect. Who yeah, are why you? does he look good? Because Mulan definitely shaved his face. <laughs> is he sword?
8: well? Well enough to be questioned.
0: Here, <laughs> Mulan. Drink. Oh, it's... Drink. You must be thirsty. Where am I?
8: You're in our kingdom.
7: Where's your, where's your kingdom? The Enchanted Forest
8: back <laughs> back you mean you're from here he's lying look at his clothes he's from the same world Emma and snow are from
7: Emma Emma Swan you know her how do you know her she's
5: she's
0: my I don't know but she's in danger I have to get back there I have to help her you need to rest you were bravely heart. injured when we found you
7: he's
1: trying to DTR well, to find the relationship <laughs> over here
7: look I, I need your help I need to know that Emma and Henry are right.
5: You're. You're Henry's father? I was once under a sleeping curse. Snow taught me how to control the nightmare, and with practice, I'm able to walk the dream world, find others like me who've passed through. It's possible I can make contact with them.
0: She's like, I did this this thing one time, so maybe I can kind of do it again if they are also sleeping and also looking for me and also doing it at the same time. (laughs) It's a little bit of a stretch, girlfriend, but okay. I cannot not see this girl. She's from the Tudors. She played one of his daughters or something. Uh, And uh, Mr. Gozinyu from new girl i can't see them in anything but that jamie chung i've seen in a bunch of other things so i could that's fine but those two this to me is he's cosplaying this on a school stage for new girl you know what i mean yes like i can't i can't unwrite it in my head it's crazy
5: what would you like me to tell them tell them i'm alive and i love her
0: Brownie face Emma.
1: You said that dude before oh, you was he with you. You know, found the did. Oh, world. you
0: they did. You oh. did. Oh. They finally shook the room. God, they leave charming on the, on the rudder for one minute. <laughs>
1: Do you hear the music?
0: Mm. Oh yeah, it sounds like the smoke monster.
1: What the hell are you two doing?
5: Keep it steady.
1: Hold on Prepare for attack These be two If you've got a weapon
0: Then grab it Who let them drive?
1: <laughs> I need them to go back under the boat Is that there? A shark? A
6: whale? A kraken? What? A
0: crocodile That would be awesome
2: I wish That would
0: be dope TikTok croc A woman If you say a woman Okay <laughs> <laughs> Worse A woman <laughs> All right, so let's see how mermaids work here. They have First of I all think they're it's
1: t- interesting that it's mermaids and not sirens because
0: That's true. Well, no, in P, in the P, in the world of Peter Pan it would have been mermaids.
1: Yeah, they're bitches, yeah. but I didn't know they'd be like yes. I thought
0: so I thought <laughs> sirens were like Greek. That that was like the Odyssey and stuff. I, I just think, thought
1: sirens were the evil ones,
0: but technically sirens. And mermaids are just vibin. Mermaids. Well, again, all of the stories we were told about mermaids is that they just have clam bras and they just fix their hair all day long. Yeah. Where, where in in the like, not Brothers Grimm specifically, but that dark children's fairy tale lore, you know, stuff. Yeah. Mermaids. Mermaid. You're right. In that mermaids and sirens were similar. Mermaids were literally like hybrid like not hybrid but half fish half human creatures whereas sirens were more godly they could like transform into anything so a siren would be more like the lady of the of the lake from the nostromos lake or whatever that would be more the siren right so she can transform into stuff and like make you hallucinate right mermaids are just like essentially animals right but they but they both did the thing where they lured fishermen or sailors to a place by you know i think sirens did a song and i think there might have been a story or two about mermaids also luring in with a song and then like attacking boats and stuff um so it is a similar you're right it is a similar like kind of uh purpose in the story but I think mermaids are the physical embodiment, whereas sirens had different forms. And in fact, a lot of okay. a lot of places inferred that sirens didn't have a form at all, or they were some like creature, but they would always show up as women because oh, because the sailors would see hot women on rocks and then try and go to them, right? But so that was the popular form that they had. But that the wasn't even them, yeah, yeah, but that wasn't even their actual form. Whereas mermaids look like mermaids, and there are men mermaids too, and there's a whole like Mermen? there's a whole uh, ecosystem of them or whatever uh, anyway in a kingdom I do right I do like that the mermaids that we knew of in the Peter Pan story even they were bitches because they were trying to drown Wendy because they were jealous <laughs>
1: I just wish TikTok Rock was what was coming out of the show. I think that would
0: be like, so they could have Monstro, like just like Monstro, the giant, like a giant CG yeah. whale, that it would be like a big, like, placid crocodile, like a huge one. Right. That would be so dope. But I think it is cool that they put the mermaids in because now we're seeing kind of another fantasy creature that we've never seen before, really. Yes. And I do like their depiction. They got these cool, like, translucent tails. They're kind of glowy from the inside, they look a little bit more mysterious, which I like. <laughs>
2: To run them. How many
1: of them are there? Is he supposed to Will be I counting? Be by fish?
0: Right. What are you gonna do, charming?
1: Charming. Your whole kingdom is landlocked. Shut up.
0: Right. There's a lot of action going on here. For those of you who are not watching along, there's just a lot of craziness happening. Boat stuff. Boat stuff. Charming is trying to blow them up with cannons. Everyone's fighting. They're all angry.
1: Wow, we're like really fighting here. There's, there's
0: like a real, yeah, this is an actual battle.
1: They said season three, we're upping the production budget. We caught one. Seriously. We caught one? Why are you to know? catch
0: one? Yeah, that seems weird.
1: Regina's like, don't care. This is stupid.
0: Question. Why didn't you lead with that?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: She's like throwing fireballs at the ocean. You could have definitely started with that. <laughs> okay.
1: There. It's like she tries. She's like, all right, I'll give no, you a chance.
5: No. What about
2: that one?
0: The noises that they make, it's like slapping around like a fish on a deck. It's so gross to hear.
1: Yeah, we don't need that.
0: It's like not great. <laughs> All right, so they're on in the water. Epic battle. Struggle. We got Henry and this guy's kid running in the forest. We got the lost boys chasing them, which just feels like a really sinister game of hide and seek at this point.
9: Can think we lost them. Okay. Can we rest for a minute? You're new. Did the Shadow take you too?
8: No, I was kidnapped by some people who work for Pan.
9: I'm sorry. If he sent for you, he wants you. And if Pan wants you, he will get you.
8: Why does Pan want you?
9: Pixie dust. I stole it from him because I thought I could use it to fly away and go home. But it doesn't work. It's useless.
8: Don't worry. My family's coming to rescue me and you could come with us.
9: You really think you're the first boy to believe that his family's actually coming for them?
8: My family's different. We always find each other.
2: You
9: better hope they don't. Or if Pan will rip their shadows into oblivion.
8: It's gonna be okay.
0: We're going to shout him out in a future episode, but his name is Robbie K., this kid. He is from the southernmost town in the southernmost area of England.
2: So <laughs> I was is, right.
0: Yes, you were, you were the most right you could possibly be. <laughs> he is uh, from, I'm hoping I'm not butchering this pronunciation, Limington, Hampshire, England. Which is literally the very bottom. So what you're saying is I'm right. Very bottom. You are the most right, and I am couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> so much for an anglophile that I am that I got it the exact opposite of correct. <laughs> uh, point one for Ireland. In fact, you can drink to it if you like.
1: Me and I got, oh, I got sweet tea down there in the <laughs> <Yeah>. southern England. <laughs> I
8: promise. Don't lose hope. All we need is time. Is there a place where we could hide from the lost boys? There's
9: a place they can't track us. The Echo Caves. That oh is far. What is this hopeful music?
0: I, I read ahead. Lead the way. He plays one of Blackbeard's pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, really? Isn't that great?
1: Feeling better? Yeah. How did you get here?
7: I fell through a portal. I thought I thought I was going to die, and, and and I thought about this place. I thought about growing up here.
0: Oh, so he made so himself. Portal work.
7: Take you to wherever you think of.
1: Well, what's it like? What? Whoa! The other
0: world. Time out. I don't think anyone's ever said that before. They no. just take you to wherever you think of.
1: So is that how we ended up? Well,
0: I got a lot of questions. Wanted-
1: He wanted to go to the land without magic when he originally went through the portal
0: because he wanted to go somewhere where magic didn't exist, so it didn't ruin his life. You're right; that's how it works. Then he's right. Yeah. But that was a real slick, nonchalant way to get that in there. (laughs) I don't think we've ever talked about that before. And he's so like cavalier, but he's like, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense.
1: I guess that makes sense because how would they have that one bean? It opened up and they went
0: directly to yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I didn't. That's wild. All right. Poor as How portals work? They go to wherever you think of. And he was dying, so he thought to come back here. Good. It probably saved your life.
7: Uh, well, for starters, they think that this place is just a fairy tale, like a like a legend. Like we're all just characters in a story.
8: I'm in a story.
7: Yeah, they made a movie about you. It's actually pretty good.
0: Christine Aguilar, it's isn't a I? Movie. It was great. I love those meta moments like that. Are so great.
9: It's a person I fear.
0: Sarah I can't
9: make contact.
8: I wish I could be more help. I, I fear no one can.
0: My father can.
7: He always had a plan. I, he would have left something behind if he ever found himself back here, something I can use to contact Emma to get to. Her. I know it. I just need to get to his castle.
6: He was your father.
0: Rumble still <laughs> good. Yeah! I'm gonna call He's like the worst these.
1: guy you know. Worse.
0: I'm gonna call it that. Rumpel Really? Oh, yeah. No, this is important. Uh, she, doesn't, is he? she doesn't die by some lame arrow. Henry.
6: There,
3: there. I can help you speak.
0: Uh, uh, Nice little piece of camera work there to get that arrow to go away.
3: Thank you. Where's Henry?
5: They killed him. I don't think so. I told him to run.
3: And he did. Why? The jungle. Pan wants him, he's behind all this.
5: Look, Mister Gold, I didn't know
2: who I was working for.
0: (laughs) Problem number one.
5: I'm sorry about Neil.
2: I'm so sorry. Yeah. Didn't you
1: shoot him? I know. Yeah, girl, you're in a lot of fucking trouble right now. Can can you forgive me? No.
4: He barely forgives people he likes.
6: Right, Susan.
0: Robert, that little flicker of the fingers. Okay, commercial break. Number one, this outfit on Robert Carlisle, even better than the crocodile outfit. Love it. Don't need the gold paint. it like got a little purple hints in it. Love it. Love it to death. Fire
1: Love flames. Love it to death.
0: Okay, finally, Greg and Tamara are dead. Good fucking riddance. I... I am not pouring one out for these two. I never wanted no. them here. I didn't like them when they were here. I'm glad they're dead. I don't don't even regret it. Done. I'm so over. I, they, two characters I should have never even made it into a show. Stupid. Um, I'm
1: glad Tamara had to grovel, and then yes. she still ended up dying.
0: So this, as you recall, rewind time, sort of. Not really, not in the show, but kind of. Ah, it's rewind time. We are rewinding quite a few episodes to when I said, I looked ahead. To Tamara and Greg, because I kind of spoiled a little bit of stuff for myself a little bit, because I had to find out how the end of their storyline went. And what I discovered was this episode where they were like, oh, yeah, uh, the shadow pulls the shadow away from from Greg, who then just dies unceremoniously. And then and then I remembered Tamera got the arrow in her back and she has to grovel. And then pff, Rumpelstiltskin just like pulls the heart, the whole thing. And I was like, Body, OK, so it's I, I got something to look forward on being so mean. But like I got something to look forward to when they're just gone and they get what they deserve. And and that she asked for forgiveness. And he was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> There's no you don't get to do that. You don't get to just do all the shitty things and then it that's not real forgiveness. That's just cause you got caught. Like no. The answer's no. Yeah, no. Um so yeah, that was uh <laughs> worth celebrating, I think. I'm really not gonna do this. Not too many characters on this show will like clap when they die, and they will not get a pour out from our fallen homies. Come on. They're she's not getting that. No. She do not deserve it. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> Although, shout out to both those actors who are phenomenal oh, actors. Oh, yes. Yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Who did great with shitty work for the shitty script. I
6: hate to say it, but I'm with Hook. Those things just tried to kill us.
5: And perhaps we should find out why. How? By torturing
0: her? Or if need be sure. Now you done fucked up.
4: Bad idea. Yep.
0: Or die. Well, that was cryptic.
8: Can I ask you a question?
7: Yeah, I don't know how to explain what the movie is.
8: <laughs> you say that you're fighting for That's great. Emma, but she never mentioned you when she was here. Why is that?
7: So I broke her heart. I let her go so that she could break the curse and fulfill her destiny. When I was broken, I could have gone after I could have told her I loved her. But I was afraid that she would never forgive me, so I wound up taking the easy way out. Just not trying.
0: Good lesson. Don't take the easy way out and not try. Please and thank you a PSA from Storybrook Circus.
8: Your belief in love wasn't strong enough to overcome your fear of rejection.
7: No. Greatest regret of my life. Not one I wish upon anyone.
0: I, I, I don't want to spoil stuff. I don't remember how far we got into her love story before we left her last...
1: I don't remember, so that's why I haven't really said anything because I, I don't. Remember. I haven't either.
0: So let's wait until they give it yeah. away on the show.
1: We can establish. We need them because I don't. Establish. I honestly
0: don't remember, so I don't. I want to. I want to take cues from them, but I get it. She just had a moment where she was like, "Oh yeah, me too." She had a me too moment, not like yeah, that. like a like an yes, also, but, me but moment. A, she had a same moment. Yeah, same. That's what I meant.
8: Close! I can see them. Almost we'll in the case Come on, follow me. They oh. cut us off. They know about the caves. We have to go this way. What is this, Henry? Yeah, what are you talking
6: it. about?
2: Let me
5: go.
1: There's
6: a lock on the Not until right
5: you tell us, or we make you tell us. Threatening her isn't the way to motivate her. Well, I'm all out of fish food.
6: Doesn't matter if you get her to talk. You can't trust a mermaid's alias.
5: Of course they are. Maybe they're just scared of Pan. If we let her go, maybe they'll be on our side. Or maybe she and her friends will come right back to kill us. I don't need my friends to kill you. You'll kill yourselves. Now let me go.
6: What the hell? The storm. She called it. Don't let her go. To swim off and leave us all to die. At least with it, we've got leverage Stop the storm, then we let you go
5: <laughs> That's more like it, Charming. Allay the
0: bitch. Oh my god, maybe <laughs> see it. Goodness no. We're not barbarians
6: What we're going to be is dead Hold
0: on, I'm
6: gonna turn around. All a right. I'm,
0: t- I'm trying to give this a chance, but I'm really done with this ship shit. Make
1: it
5: stop or die.
1: You're not
0: killer! Like, this is a dumb back and forth. Okay, it's really
1: snow that's pissing me off right yeah. now.
0: Yeah.
5: That feel-good nonsense snow by play in the enchanted forest. But this, this is never
2: land.
0: She's right. A, also the sound design on this is really rough like it's it's hard to hear any anything.
8: We're taking your water. Now may I resume killing her? <laughs> <laughs> Killer and her kind have a personal vendetta against us. The queen is wrong. Her kind? It
1: stop,
5: that's we need to stick this through. I already have. There. That should stop
2: the storm. Regina!
0: Oh, it's a giant wave.
2: What have you done?
0: I mean, the, the the special effects are very cool. Like, they did a good job. You know, doing a lot with a little, you know.
1: We can't just, like, throw a... Feel shield around everyone.
0: Yeah, it's a, lot, a little bit of selective magic going on here. It's just the, the, they created that scene so that you could have the stupid fucking back and forth with the like, no, we need to be yeah, good. And you could
1: pick whose side you're on and I'm on Regina's side, kill the bitch.
0: But there's two. the problem is, writing wise, there are too many sides. Right. Regina yeah. wants to kill her and Charmy wants to threaten her. And Snow wants to just like fucking make her dinner and, and give her a nice warm blanket. And, and Hooks wants to use her as a bargaining chest. There's too many things. They needed to narrow it down. Right. Because think about it. Whenever you've been given this kind of choice in a movie or a TV show, it's you choose A or you choose B. You don't choose A or A parts one through six or B Section seven plus yeah. this addendum over it's too complicated. Just give us two choices, and that's it. You don't gotta exactly, you know like, what I mean? They made it so heady and 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 they did it like four times in a row. Just it, right, it was overkill, but that gets like a point two deduction. It's not like a huge grievance, you know? Hey, here's the castle we haven't seen in a long time, it appears abandoned. Someone's here. Why did you put that in your mouth? (laughs) The first was
6: a warning, milady. Chivalry and all that. I think they covered his face. (laughs) The name's Robin.
0: And this photographer just taught me how to hold this bow and arrow.
6: (laughs) I bow, but this quivers rather tight. Now, is it? (laughs) What are you doing trespassing in my castle?
5: This castle belongs to the Dark One. It is you who trespasses.
6: He hasn't been seen since the Queen's curse. If he ever shows up, I'll be happy to vacate.
7: No, no need. In fact, you can have it. I just... I need to look around for a bit. And who would you be to grant such title? In this land I'm known as Belfire. I'm
6: his son. <sighs> My apologies. Go ahead. You don't want to see ID? Who would claim to be that, who wasn't? Yeah, good point. Your father would not stand for imposters. He had quite a temper. You knew my father? We crossed paths once, yes. Most crossings with my father don't end well.
0: My face looked different.
6: It was touch and
7: go. He spared my life. I owe him a debt. I'm happy to collect. I'm looking for something he left here. Magical item.
6: Well, I'm very sorry to disappoint, but I arrived shortly after the curse. The place was cleaned out. Nothing of any value remained.
0: So you wrote that piece of shit scene with the fucking ships and they're going back and forth. And you didn't have this motherfucker just say, I was a different man then? You couldn't have put one line in there just to acknowledge it at all? (laughs) Missed opportunity. We need a missed opportunity sound effect. And that was it. Just reference it one time. Like, even in Iron Man, when they go from uh, Terrence, whatever his name is, to Don Cheadle, he, like, the first scene of his first appearance in it, in Iron Man 2, he Mm -hmm. walks down the aisle of, like, a there's, like, a... It's like a court scene or something, and he walks down the aisle, and you can just see him from the back, and he sits down, and he 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 leans over and says something to the effect of, like, yeah, it's different. Just move on, or something like that, like he says to Tony. Oh, my god!" But it's really to the audience to just be like, it's different. I'm here. Let's move on. Like, you know what I mean? As, like, a little nod to the fact that it's yeah. a new person. I love when the people do that, and I hate, it really, like, it bothers me when they don't, because they're just expecting me to, like, forget. Like, it feels Go like it. it's a little bit, you know, like, you're too dumb to remember. Like, I don't know.
7: Well, thieves and looters would only take what they could see
8: Oh, his walking it's, it's magical Knotted old Kane probably belonged to one of the looters no I belong to him
7: see these markings he's keeping track of me growing
6: Handle that walking stick a dozen times.
7: Never released a cloaking spell before. My father enchanted objects so that what might be a useless piece of wood in the hands of a looter would become magical in his.
2: Or
5: in the hands of his only son.
0: That's a great... Blood magic. That's a great little piece of... Might uh, not always
7: seem like it, but family was important to dear old dad.
0: Magical rules, right? They have to write in. So? I love that. Yeah. What's in there? Let's find out. And I love that Neil so casually knows the rules and is just He like,
1: remembers, yeah, it's uh, just second nature. I love that it's like, not oh. like
0: a thing they have to find out or whatever, it's really, really cool. Why would you do this? Oh, now they have to fight about it. You turned
1: the mermaid into what? I did something about it, which is more the way you can say, undo your spell,
5: bring
4: back the mermaid! And what? You'll win her over with your rainbow kisses and unicorn stickers? Considering that your plan failed, <laughs> We
0: can try. That's a, naive such a- <laughs> So like I guess I'm kind of remembering the mermaid said I don't need to kill you you'll kill each other so it's probably some stupid thing that makes them all angry and makes them fight because this is just yeah see they're all they're under some kind of weird thing where they're all mad at each other. Oh, yeah, she's noticing that the lightning isn't actually doing any damage. If you don't
2: stop fighting, we're all going to die!
0: That's how physics work, but I'll go with it.
2: Look out!
8: What did we do? Is there any other way to the echo caves?
9: No. We're done for. I'll give them the pixie dust. Maybe they'll let us live. You want to give up? We don't have a choice. They got us. This is the end. No, it's our way out What are you doing?
8: Getting a running start for what? Everyone knows pixie dust is for flying.
9: Don't you remember the dust doesn't work? That's because you have to believe. I definitely do not believe. That's okay because
2: I do.
0: So, holding a vial of pixie dust makes you fly? Don't you have to, like, put it on you or something? <laughs> hey, look, it's the title card. It's them flying. I do like that if you saw that in the title card, this would be your, like, oh, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They should have underscored you can fly, right? Under that, like the song. Oh,
1: well that would have been cool. I'll just bring up watering. Half her Wait! She'll drown! So will you!
0: Let me help! Hook is the most experienced sailor on the damn boat, and no one will listen to him.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Like, you know, he, this is his that That's boat, gonna like. hurt
1: a little bit. That's gonna, like, kill his ego a little bit. Like, this is I'm, also his waters.
0: Right. Like, this is his comfort, air, like, zone, you know? All right, so now Charming's in the water. Woohoo! Somehow she's not still sinking. She's just like floating on top of the water.
1: I will give it to Charming. He did automatically jump into the water to save his daughter
0: because that's Charming's mo. He's also a dad. He's also impulsive. He
2: has a pull. No! No! I've got it,
0: <laughs> guys. Hook gets MVP. This <laughs> is <Yeah. just>, like, <laughs> you guys are all useless. They still, you're gonna have to convince me that Bailey Madison is not related to Guinea Good because some of yeah. the faces she makes are just they
1: look identical.
0: Identical. God, I love this jacket, I really want one. I know he looks good. Come out really, really and really say cool. hello, dearie. Yeah, that those cuffs, too. I want to slap this kid in the mouth so bad.
6: Hello, Rumple. Still, <laughs> he's such a
0: fucking twat. Can oh my god, the <laughs> yeah. It's rewind time. Hold on. Hold on. We need to rewind. We're going back 20 seconds right now. Ten seconds, I'm sorry. Look at look at what he does.
6: Hello, Rumpel He makes fun of himself. He wanted me to tell you he oh my is god. excited to see you again. Oh
0: yeah. I still have a question. At this point, is you, he pan? I know he's really. You still really playing, don't think
1: he's really pe- playing the pan part up right now.
0: You got. You always are the one talking. You are always the one in charge. You're, you're always just the constantly one, talking in third person. You're constantly <laughs> like, right. You're just. You're. It just feels like what other movies have done all the time. He,
6: is. he wanted me to let you know you're welcome in Neverland for as long as you wish to stay, with one caveat. There's always something with him. If you're here for the boy, well, that makes you Pan's enemy. Then nothing's changed. If you go against him, you will not survive. Well, the question isn't, will I survive? Because we both know I won't. No, no. The real question is, how many of you I take with me so is that your answer that's my answer well then I suppose that means I'll see you again
0: in less friendly circumstances God on it if the show was really good he would have headbutted him in the nose right there <laughs> one last S- little thing shitty kid
6: there's something he wanted you to have
0: I also don't believe Rumples is too powerful to, for this kid to be threatening. Yeah. Like, take his tongue out, like you did with that Sheriff, the Nottingham guy. So, this funny. looks like a little scarecrow thing, and Rumples' crying. Things you
6: know? we haven't thought about in years
0: still have
6: the ability to make us cry. So I guess
1: they're really, you know, harping on the fact that this is Neverland and you don't grow up.
0: Yeah. Yep, they are.
1: So yeah, I guess See in a normal circumstance, Rumble Dark would not one. crumble like this, but...
0: Yeah. I like He's ne- a child again. I like he can that... go
1: back to being that
0: coward, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. I like that Neverland has the has a magical element to it that is more subtle than, like, poof purple smoke It infantizes
1: magic. you or yeah. so, yep. to some degree, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I will say that kid is a really good actor. He's really playing this... Yeah, yeah, he like sucks.
1: You know what I mean? Like, he's acting so well no, that I hate bad. him. <laughs> Mulan's just really a big nerd.
7: So it's not working. Why isn't it working? Yeah.
8: Don't think of a place. Think of her. Of Emma. And more than that, how you
5: feel about her.
6: Oh, no. It can't be. What's wrong? Isn't she there?
7: Yes, but that's not a story, Brooke. And there's a Neverland...
0: Oh, no!
5: We don't have to do it this way. I can fix the Jolly Roger. My magic is powerful enough, we can execute the pirate's plan. Sneak attack? Let's not be naive. Save your magic. We'll need it later, because Pan already knows we're here. It's time we stop running. Gold was right. This land is run on belief. All of us have been too busy biting each other's throats to be believers. I was as wrong as anyone else, but it's time for all of us to believe—not in magic, but in each other. Hmm. You want to be friends? After everything that's happened between us, I don't all of want to expect that. I know there's a lot of history here, a lot of hate.
6: Actually, I quite fancy you from time to time when you're not yelling at me. <laughs> I love him so much. We don't need
5: <laughs> to be friends. <laughs> what we need to know is the only way to get Henry back is cooperation.
6: With her? With him? no emma we have to do this the right way
5: no we don't we just need to succeed and the way we do that is by just being who we are a hero a villain a pirate it doesn't matter which because we're going to need all those skills whether we can stomach them or not and what's your skill savior it's
0: very profound talking you idiots into this oh
5: i'm I'm also your leader so either help me get my son back or get out of the way
0: I'm starting to notice that is feeling like Edward and Adam's footprint. That speech, that same energy speech has been happening a lot. And I feel like it's them. I want to know if characters have that same kind of speech energy when they're not writing. Because I feel like they're the ones writing the Jerry Maguire speech in these characters' mouths, you know? Yeah. So uh, Henry and this boy are flying now. Now they've landed somewhere (sighs) random in the forest. Very exciting.
8: (laughs) See, if you believe, anything is possible.
9: You couldn't be more right, Henry. How, how'd you know my name? I never told you. Let's make it a game. A puzzle to solve. You lied to me. You are a lost boy. You work for Pan. Not exactly. I am Peter Pan. (laughs) Because I needed their help. (laughs) And it is so much easier to get people to hate something than to believe.
8: Why did you bring me here?
9: For quite some time, I've sought something extremely important. Something more elusive than the greatest of all mysteries. What? The heart of the truest believer.
0: <laughs> Isla was right for the second time. Let's just point yes. that out. This is, this is Isla's day.
9: And when you took that pixie dust, Henry, and you jumped off that cliff, You proved yourself. You are the lucky owner of that very special heart. And now, you and it are mine. Come on, boys!
0: This is just because my ear is tuned to it. I hate when he pulls out this little tiny dagger, and it makes the sound of a giant sword. Yeah. And it's like, and he pulls out this little tiny blade. (laughs) Once again,
9: let's play
0: this dark depiction of the Lost Boys. I am in love with it. It's just such a great
1: twist. It's so scary. That's
0: it. That's the episode. (laughs) Well, uh, so we're just happened to be paused on the screen right now. Parker Croft. Uh, his name is Felix, that kid. That's the that's the number one kid. Oh, okay. And his name is Felix and not Pan. Obviously, he's not Pan because that's kid is Peter Pan. But he gave two episodes where he was giving off real third-person talking secret bad guy vibes. You know what I mean? Stank vibes. No one ever called him... Fe- no, okay, the first thing about that person, no one ever calls him by name. And even if they do, it could be fake, so whatever, right? Then you mm-hmm. have a lot of third-person talking a lot of not a lot of he a lot of like pan doesn't like blah 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 it's a you know it's always like yeah. i don't for those of you who've watched the uh fast and the furious movies this is one of my favorite depictions of this in fast and the furious whatever i think this is the third one or something like that uh oh no it's too fast too furious i believe where he and uh paul walker and um tyrese have to go to there he like he's from jail and they have to go and, and get this illegal racing ring or whatever the hell it is and the guy yeah. who i forget what the guy's name is castro whatever the guy's name is and he's always like castro doesn't like when you blah 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 like all the time like every scene he's in he's like castro's not gonna like this like he's always saying stuff like that and we're like you're obviously the bad guy like don't <laughs> like no one right. talks like that unless they're trying to throw people off the scent I, i'm pretty sure it was that movie but that's one of my favorite ones Parker Croft, I gotta say, as an actor, like I read his his credentials, it was a lot of like he did a lot of summer camps and he did all these like things, like child actor things where he was, and you can tell that he was really carefully trained. You know what I mean? It's a, it's, it's a, uh, I think it's a Pinter thing. If you ever studied stage acting, it's all in the silence, it's in the absence that is where the money is. That's where all the juice is, right? It's in the space. Between things, the most, and if you actually pay attention to the best actors in the world, you got a, someone like a a George Clooney, a Robert Downey Jr., even a Marlon Brando of the days of old, right? The Godfather, you know, and you you see it in Zootopia, the little tiny what the muskrat or whatever that little thing. My is. boyfriend,
1: Robert De Niro.
0: The day of my daughter's wedding, this like really slow cadence, and you, you hang.
1: come to me on the day of
0: my yeah. Daughter's wedding. You hang on every word. It's because those spaces. You build in between things is what that where that heavy spent is. This kid can't be 17. How old was he when he made when he was in this? This was two, 2013. He was born in oh, this is January 13th. Uh, in 1994, he was seven. Oh, so in 1994, he was seven. Yeah, yep. So, uh, 2013 minus 97 is. Seven plus, so he's actually older, so he was 20. Yeah, he was he's older than me. He was 23 when he was in this, but that's that's still really young in your acting career, too, you
1: yes. know.
0: So, yeah, he was he he did all this, like Shakespeare and Twelfth Night, Waiting for Godot. These are like heavy, you can like, tell
1: he does more like serious theater plays, you yeah, know what I mean? Yes, like, yes,
0: conservatory type things, yeah. yeah. Pyramus and th- you know, he did. Um, this is interesting. He did Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, sorry, he did a independent film called uh Were the World Mine, which is based on Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, which is a a, a play very similar to this. It's like fairy tale yes. characters and it's all right. So uh, he has experience with this. He was also an American horror story. He's in Asylum. Uh interesting. Devin? I did not
1: watch Asylum.
0: Ah, he was Devin, for those of you interested. Um, so I'm just, I'm just impressed with his acting chops. He really, he really does make you pay attention. He, he. It's a bad script. It's a terrible character, but he really did make a lot out of it. And it's not even done. There's still more, more of him we're, we'll see. But I don't know. Little shout out to him. Let's do MVPs. Yeah. And, unless you had summary, do you have summary notes that we do before? MVPs? No, this is, I
1: think this is a great.
0: This is yeah. This is easy.
1: Great. Super season easy. opener.
0: MVP of well we don't have storybook, so MVP of Neverland.
1: Huck.
0: Duh. MVP Enchanted Forest. Uh yeah. Neil. Yes. For knowing magic. For like understanding, yeah. like, like knowing stuff they don't and they're all useless. Yeah. Um LVP of Neverland. Snow. Snow?
1: Bitch was whiny the whole yeah, episode.
0: Can't do it. Uh LVP Enchanted Forest.
1: Aurora, she was no help, and she was very overconfident <laughs> well, about being helpful.
0: She tried. Mulan was just aggressive for no reason in the absence of it
1: Mulan has questions. She's playing the long game. That's okay. I'm going to give her a moment. No, I'll give you
0: that. I'll give you that. Honorable mention overall character. Emma. Wow. Incredible
1: Um, speech.
0: I really was gonna, rallied. I was going to give outstanding performance to Jennifer Morrison for that same scene, but I think you're right. I think it's more the character stepped out of her normal yeah, aggressive Yeah, Emma behavior. rallied for
1: the gang.
0: But she didn't, let's just put a finer point on this too. She didn't just yell some shit because she was angry. She didn't try to overpower and be the loudest person in the room. She rallied with strength, the way a, As a mother would. And right. You know what I mean, but but she's not their mother though. So to rally people like that around a cause and not make yeah. it look like you're just flailing because you're desperate, that's a really important trait for someone who's going to be called the savior. So I really appreciate that she did it yes. like a leader, like a re- mm-hmm. and, and she said, "And I'm also your leader." She said that shit with her full chest, yeah. and I'm your leader. So if you're not going to help me get Henry back, get out of my way. Yes. hell yeah. And then I played three sound Emma effects Amazon. Outstanding performance by an actor.
1: Robert Carlyle.
0: Oh my God! This was so easy. Incredible switch.
1: Incredible. Back into Rumpel. And and
0: but it's a not more even... redefined rumple. Yes, a new Rumpel, an evolved Rumpel. If Rumpel two point Yes, yeah. my God. And because of that, I really do feel uh, equal equally the evolution of the show, of the writing, of the seasons, yeah. we of the took maturity. A, we took
1: a step up. everybody elevated everybody graduated for season three you know what i mean i think everyone's real comfortable uh rumple put that jacket on and he was like i'm feeling myself
0: yo he put that jacket on like he was walking the met
1: yeah he was new york fashion week like (laughs) the embodiment of new york fashion
0: Week. i wish somebody had crimped his hair that's the one that I wish that his hair was like...
1: I wish there was just like a tiny bit of glitter like on the collar.
0: <laughs> you know like, what I wish? I actually wish as he was progressing through the forest he was apl- like p- applying it, like putting yeah, it on himself. Yeah, like just
1: like contouring just <laughs> a little bit more every scene to gaslight us into thinking that he didn't have anything. Yeah, no, yeah, for yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, we have a lot of firsts this episode, obviously. Uh, we had a first segment in Storybook. Daily Mirror. We're going to have some firsts in the outro. We have some, we got a lot of goodies going off merch. Well, for the first time, the third annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence. Our rating out of five. How many Mr. Gold's Gold Stars do you give the heart of the truest believer?
1: Five stars. Five stars.
0: I actually deducted and added and deducted and added and ended up at five anyway. I definitely deducted for the ship scene, and I think that Emma scene at the end more than made up for the ship bullshit. Five stars.
1: This was a solid, solid five stars. And I
0: will say this because of that back and forth, I give it five. Episode twenty-two of season two got twelve stars yes 25 stars however many stars we gave it blew it out of the water this one gets a uh, a decent ceiling cap five stars it didn't like completely blow me away but it was steady consistent all the way through i loved it you you know what i mean i
1: would have been happy coming back from summer break to this episode
0: and that's because that's also
1: how i would like to start measuring it for myself is like based on the timeline of this i would have been cool with this being a season opener.
0: Yep. I think that the Neil stuff, Neil, the character, great. I think putting him in the situation that they put him, weak, which is not a problem, because now they have plenty of room to grow and move, right? They put the main characters in this place that's already strong, so they don't really have a lot of places to go, and then they're probably going to blow the ceiling off it and just give it more room, right? But they they kind of made it so that the A plot already starts with a lot of tension and a lot of, Right. And then the B-plot is kind of, like, very low risk. There's no bad guy. It's just him kind of perusing around. The characters that we give him as side characters are kind of boring. Mm -hmm. You know, so they they really show that dynamic range there, right? Where Neil is not in a lot of trouble and the Neverland people are going to die. Like, it's very, like, it's really different. And I kind of like that, actually. And it's different than it felt when they did that in season two. Because in season two... I was so over being in the enchanted forest. Like it was so, like after Lancelot was yeah. done and it was core, I was like, I this is this is stupid. Like I don't care about any of this. Um, I don't feel like it's gonna be like that with this, so I'll be interested. That's what the one thing I'm gonna be checking for is is the enchanted yeah. forest stuff gonna be whacked? That's really what I'm looking at. Anyway.
1: And we didn't even touch on the fact that Greg and Tamara were killed, and we're so happy that. Oh my it.
0: god, I am so thrilled. I'm just I'm 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 just so happy that that we don't have to deal with their home office bullshit anymore. It was so. And they're lame. like dad, dad. They're like, you know real what dead. I mean? Like they're, they're like got, real like, dad. They got vicious deaths too. <laughs> like we well don't even. Well deserved. We don't know what this ripping the shadow out of your soul thing is really even yet. I don't know. It just dark though. If it dark, and it's I
1: think that that's where fitting. I'm going to leave my thoughts on
0: yeah, fitting, season three, episode fitting. one. Uh, All right, so now we are going to move on to the promo for next week. The episode uh, is called Lost Girl. Uh, All right, now let me make sure all this stuff is set up right, and here we go. Henry's out there somewhere. They're
5: just
7: hope we're not too late. All new ABC next
0: Sunday. The deeper you journey into the heart of Neverland.
5: Well, how do we know Pam won't leave
0: us into a trap? This whole island is his blood trap. The more dangerous. I'll let him keep
6: Henry. Henry he allows me to live. And surprising, it becomes. I'm Peter. Peter Pan.
5: Where's my son? Once Upon a Time. All new next Sunday at 8, 7 Central on ABC. And watch a sneak peek of next week's episode now at
0: ABC.com. Oh my God, Digital marketing. Watch next week's episode on ABC.com.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. That promo didn't really give me anything.
0: Uh, It tried really hard. I like the moments of like Emma being aggressive. I, I like the tension of this island is this old bloody trap, I think. Is a, an important piece, right? That, yeah. That I just think, like, I
1: knew all of this was coming. It,
0: yeah. Again, and that not felt, in the
1: sense of I've seen the show, in the sense of, like, well, no fucking shit. We have yeah. to move on to try to find Henry. What else is there to do? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it was a little, a little hand fed of, like, obviously, these are the things we need to do. It's not different. But I wonder. Ratings wise, if, if this episode was strong enough to pull in the ratings for next week, or did this, this promo that would have been airing multiple days up until the episode
1: mm-hmm. next Sunday
0: make people go, hmm, so we'll see. Uh, that was great. Yes. That was, that was fantastic. And I'm glad that we are back in. It seems like we have this very natural thing. We got these really high season premieres, season finales, and they got this real big dip in the middle. And this is like every TV show. With exceptions. Parks and Recreation. The Good Place. Both Michael Scherz shows. No dip. Not every season, but once they hit their their pace, like season, what, three-ish of Parks and Rec, it never hits the middle dip, ever. It just, it is full throttle until the last episode. Good Place, same thing. Honestly, every single episode of the whole damn show. All the way straight through, right? Uh... Brooklyn Nine-Nine, same thing. Not a lot of dips, just because the characters are so strong. This show definitely suffers from those mid-season dips. Yeah. And and season one was not that bad. Season two was real rough. Really rough. But you know what? They took a risk. They took a risk with Greg and Tamir. honestly. That whole storyline, big risk. How are we going to introduce the Lost Boys? Well, we're going to have these characters that we're going to kind of introduce, and then we're going to show them coming back, and they're going to be deceiving everyone, and they're going to work for the Lost Boys and whatever. Okay. That whole thing was executed horribly wrong. We could have done that in a way, if just like make Tamara and Greg a little cooler, like don't make them fucking lame. You know what I mean? Like, I would have loved if they were working for the Lost Boys and like, we're not going to tell you who we work for because you wouldn't even believe us if we did whatever they if as long as they knew they were working for the Lost Boys and some reason why that was okay with them. I still I think it would have been better. But just the fact that they just played stupid and then got killed and it didn't it was just you know what I mean? Yeah. So so they took a risk. And so now I want to see how they write future risks. And we're—I'm thinking about locations in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like where we start to take the story. Yep. And I th- I feel like from what I remember, the risk-taking then was a lot more calculated than this. This feels like this feels like season four, uh, three of Lost when they started doing all that weird shit with Ben and Alex and all the weird middle stuff. Where they were really starting to play around a little bit with yeah. what these characters can do. And we were like, none of this is working, by the way. And then they kind of unwrote all of that and got to the got to a better place where it was, you know, made more sense. But they did a little bit of experimenting in the middle. And I feel like maybe that's just the world that Andrew and uh are Edward and Adam come from. Is JJ yeah. J. Abrams and Damien Lindelof are kind of they're kind of players. They like to they like to tinker, you know, with, yep. with something until it's right. So It'll be interesting to see as the next few episodes come on, but as a season premiere, very strong. Very strong, and I don't think we can be uh I don't think we should be mad about it. Nope. Uh so, uh for the first time in uh season 3, we're going to do our outro.
1: Well guys, this has been wild. We are closing out on 1 year of the storybook circus a once upon a time podcast oh thank you so, so much yeah, for yeah. 365 days of supporting us um and here's to the <laughs> next 365 if you would like to support us in any way shape or form um you can start off by leaving us a five-star review on apple podcast um if you write some words we'll read them on the air We have a phone number, 207-536-8512. You can leave that phone number, a voicemail or a text message, and we will either play or read it on the air. We have an email address, thesbcpod at gmail.com. If you send something over, we will again read it on the air. We have an Instagram that we sometimes check in on, the (laughs) SVC pod. If you would like to support us financially in any way, patreon.com slash the SVC pod for exclusive bonus content and goodies and fun stuff. We have a discord where you can join the conversation with us and other like-minded brookies. That link will be in our show notes. We would also like to give a special shout out to Heather Lee from the Discord for our beautiful logo art and every single Patreon patron we have. Thank you so much for showing <laughs> yes, up for us. thank you. If you listen to the show, thank you so much. If you hate, listen, or watch us, thank you so much because it's really helping with our numbers. Yeah. Um, our and that's all. Check.
0: That's That's all, all. everybody. Thank you so much for uh, our own season premiere leading into the next year. Uh, We hope you guys stick with us also through this next year of fun goodies, and we'll see uh, what kind of uh, mischief we can get into. Merch is coming. And merch is coming. So get excited about that. Go in the Discord, and we can talk about it. That's where the party is. Uh, So until next time, all magic comes with a price.
1: And all shows come with the podcast.
0: See you in Neverland, baby. Bye. Stay gold.
1: Stay rumple. See you later, everybody. Bye.